1: Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I'm really excited to be here tonight. After last week, having to jump in at the very last minute like that, And uh, having some scheduling problems today, I just, I didn't want a repeat of last week and the beginning of the show when I didn't have anything prepared. (laughs) So I I was working really hard getting everything prepared, right? I'm making sure I had everything for the show today and I'm sitting here and then it's like, you know, three minutes before the show and it's like, I'm good, I'm good, look at all this I did, I'm so proud of myself, right? (laughs) And then I looked down and I was going to write something on a piece of paper and I had no ink pen. I was like, how how could I have not had an ink pen on my desk, right? So I start digging through the door, drawer, and I've been reorganizing my desk, and so things are just all scattered anyway. And then I opened a box of fossils and started messing with those, and you know, then I had to get the razor blade out and start splitting them on my desk. There, there was, like, fossil dust everywhere. I had to clean that up for the show. And then as I'm sitting there, and as I'm hunting for my ink pens and stuff, and then I reach in, and it's like, okay, I want that one, but what if I don't like the way it writes? I need that one, too. I don't, know, I don't remember using that pen before. I need this one. So I grabbed, like, seven pens and said, i on my desk, reached back in there and started to look around and say, okay, can, I, need, I, need to think, I need a highlighter. I thought, oh, look, a pretty rhinestone brush. I think I'll look at that for a little while. <laughs> it was a mess, let me tell you. But time to Exhale. The week's been crazy. I'm glad to be here with everybody. I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. And and uh, <laughs> hi, Robbie, in chat. Yeah, I know, me without a pen, really, right? How does that happen? Um, <laughs> but uh, real excited about what's going to be going on tonight. I want to give out some information to you all before we get started, the number to call in, if you would like to call in tonight is 646-595-3965, that's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in. Do some announcements real quick. First of all, it does look like after having this scheduled four times and canceling four times, it looks like I am going to get Go on. I, I'm going on my vacation this year You guys I don't care if I end up with going when there's snow on the ground I'm going on my vacation this year I've been planning it and everything keeps Jumping up in my face And something happens and I have to cancel it last minute I mean last time I was Seriously a half hour from pulling out of the driveway And had to get out And unpack all my camping stuff And all my Everything and put it away and, and I did last minute Half hour before I pulled out of the driveway I had to, to ch- cancel it but it looks like I am going to be gone on the 10th of September. So we will be doing running a workshop on that night, barring any unforeseen things saying that I can't go. <laughs> All right, so that's the tentative plan now. I will be leaving. I will be gone on my vacation. I'm so excited about it. I haven't done this in forever. Oh, but it's going to be great. I'll tell you a little bit more about that maybe next week, what I'm going to be doing. All right. So, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be it's going to be neat. We're going to be able to do a workshop with somebody and you guys will be able to enjoy that and then come back the following week and read me what you wrote to the workshop. Mentioning workshops, speaking of those, if you are interested in putting on a workshop with us, you can Probably messaging me on Facebook would be the fastest way. Shoot me a message and let me know what you would like to put together. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla N Y L A. Alicia A L I S I A. Let me know what you want to put together. You can pre-record these on your computer and send me the MP3 file, or you can uh, we can do a private phone. Uh, conference like I'm doing like kind of like what we're doing right now where you and I talk together on the phone and I can pre-record it if you want to do have me like do a short interview of you and talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing and then you take over and I just shut up until the end and and uh, we can pre-record it that way if you'd like and we can do one where you play a pre-recorded show for the first half of the show and we could come on live the second half if you wanted to get some audience feedback, let people call in, ask questions, that type of stuff. Whatever you want to do. Remember, you don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to put one of these on. We all have something to teach, and we all have something to learn. Okay? So you don't have to be a professional workshop provider to do this. It doesn't even have to be your idea. You can go online and find an online workshop and say, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm going to go on the show and do that. Hey, guys, we're going to be doing this workshop I found online um, by Toby Fathom, and uh, this is what he did on his website. Here's his website if you want to check him out, and you can do it that way. You know, you can talk about your favorite form of poetry, your favorite poet. You can talk about, analyze a poem if you wanted to, whatever you want to do. Just let me know. We'll get that scheduled, okay? And right now, tentatively, we are going to be bringing you one of those on the 10th. Very excited. Next, I would like to thank our sponsors. It's really important to thank the people who stepped up to the plate and helped me cover the licensing fees for 2020 to keep us broadcasting live on the air with the Speakeasy Cafe. So I want to make sure that they get their proper kudos and loves and appreciations. And we had Debbie Kelly, Eric Sheldman, Maddie Golickson, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Rick Clark, Raymond Bentley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Rachel Ward, Kevin Kraft, Gina Storm, Renee Cryer, James, a.k.a. One Sapien, Richard Ward, and Colum Kennedy Hume. Thank you guys so much for stepping up to the plate and helping me cover the 2020 broadcasting license for the year. Appreciate you guys so much. Next, get out your paper and pencils. Pens, whatever it is that you write with. All right, pull out those journals because it is time for inspiration from the inkwell. This is your journal assignment for the week. So once you have your pen and papers ready, I'll get started. You, over there. I said pen, paper, now. Awesome, great. Okay, now we can get started. <laughs> so your journal assignment for the week, and I say journal assignment, and these really, I do, you know, I know that we we... So people are so buried in their freaking phones. You don't even want to get me started. But for your journal assignments, I want you to have pen and paper. I want you to have a tangible, plugged-in connection to your brain, to your pen, to your paper. You write differently when you write by hand than you do when you write in a backlit world. And for this part of it, please just humor me. Just do as I say. (laughs) This is the assignment you were looking for. I was doing the Jedi hands. (laughs) Um, This is really important, at least for this one, because this is just time to spend with your brain. This is never meant to see the public. Your journal is your safe haven. That's your yoga pants territory with all your thoughts and your muses. Okay. So what we were doing was free writing, exercises and I've kind of changed those and twisted it up for you a little bit and it's funny because free writing is just putting your pen to paper and writing absolutely anything that falls out it's like you know poetic vomit if you will (laughs) just sit down and write your grocery list. does not matter you know the fact that you need to get brakes put on your car it does not matter okay but people tell me that they don't do that because they can't think of anything to write and the point is you're not supposed to be thinking about something to write. You're just supposed to write. So I'm taking those excuses away with your journal assignments. And you're doing free writing, but I'm giving you a catalyst. And right now we are concentrating on poetic – I'm going to have you – your. it's free writing poetic analysis is is the long title for this. <laughs> We're still doing free writing, but with kind of a cool and a structured twist to it. So what we're using is lines from famous classic poems as our free writing poetic analysis catalyst. So what I want you to do is the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a poet and a poem. And I want you to Google the poem I give you and read it. Read it a couple of times. And don't just read it, but listen to it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't just read it. Listen to the poem. Listen to the poet. Listen for the message inside the words. Hear them. Feel them. You know, are they think about, you know, are they at face value or is there something more there? Really search for the soul of the poem. Yeah, you know, I want you to, to read it as if you are standing over the poet's shoulder while they're writing it and they're explaining it to you. I want you to get intimate with that poem. Next, I want you to write the first line of that poem at the top of your journal page. And the line you're going to be using this week is, I wandered lonely as a cloud. I wandered lonely as a cloud. All right. Next, what I want you to do after you write that line is I want you to, once you've read the poem, once you put the opening line down, I want you to just do next is, is free writing. Write whatever comes to mind. And once you start writing, I don't want you to stop writing. But instead of just free writing, I want you to free write your thoughts on the poem that you just read. So you write the poem. And then you free-write your thoughts about that poem, starting the page with the first line from the poem. So you write, I wandered lonely as a cloud, and then just keep writing. And I want you to write your thoughts about the poem. I want you to analyze what you liked about it. Just write these things down as you're asking yourself these questions. Um, What didn't I like about it? What did it make me think of? Blah, 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 blah. What, you know, ask yourself... um, What do you think the poet was trying to tell you? What confused you about the poem? What did you think um, of the poem's form or the rhyme scheme or lack thereof? Uh, The language used, how would you change it to fit modern times? How does it fit modern times? How does it fit your experiences? How do you relate to the topic? Or do you? um, Why don't you? you Ask yourself if you could sit down over coffee with the poet and talk to him about what they wrote, what would you ask him? What would you you ask them about that piece? So just write all that down. Think of all these things in your head. Read the poem. Start with the first line, and then just have a conversation with a poem slash poet and analyze the poem. Analyze it with yourself. Talk to yourself. Talk it out in your head. All right? Explore how it made you feel, your reaction to it. Ask yourself, why did you react that way? And then search for those answers. Write for at least 10 minutes. Anything that comes to mind, you know, analyze and explore and discuss the poem with yourself. The poet, again, at the top of your journal page, I wandered lonely as a cloud is the line you'll start with. And this is from the poem Daffodils by William Wadsworth, by the way. So look up the poem Daffodils by William Wadsworth and read that poem and then go there. from there. It's a lot of fun. All right, writing exercise. That was your journal assignment, okay? Writing exercise, and we're missing a journal assignment because normally you're supposed to have two. Oh, no, I think I moved one, so you only have one right now. Well, that can't last, that's not gonna fly. I'm gonna have to make up another one. So next we're gonna work on writing exercises. Writing exercises are a little different than journal assignments. Journal assignments are, you know, your, your intimate time. You walk around naked in your head time with your pen nobody's ever meant to see this right a writing exercise is different as in the in the means that it's meant to push you out of your comfort zone it's meant to make you sweat it's meant to make you do things you've never done before you know try things you've not tried Write in a way you haven't written right in a way you've not you know done uh, a style you've not written in Look at a topic completely different than you normally would or, or something that you would never even dream about, you know, fluffy bunnies. I'm not going to write a freaking fluffy bunnies poem. If I tell you, you do well, you will. <laughs> um, so meant to push you out of your comfort zone to try new things. You remember, it's only when we are out of our side of our comfort zone that we grow. And once we've grown even just a little, we never can go back to the way we were. We're always expanding, always growing. Always learning, always feeding ourselves. So, writing exercise number one is we have been doing writing. I've been having you guys write to a scenario. So instead of giving you a concrete thing to write about, I'm giving you the idea, and you have to fill it in with all of the concrete things. You have to make it tangible. So, with these things that I'm giving you now, it's kind of have. I'm, i kind of want you to time out of your brain. I don't want you to write a poem to this, All right? You don't always have to write a poem every single time you sit down, and you really need to get, you'll become a much better poet as soon as you give yourself freedom to not write a poem. I had a person come to me one time and, you know, said that, um... That they just—they were going to quit writing. They couldn't write anymore. They hadn't written in in a couple of months, and 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 all of this stuff. And every time they sat down to write a poem, they just couldn't do it. And they're just not going to write anymore. They're not a poet. And we had a big long conversation, and they just—you know—help me. What am I going to do? And so what I told them to do is, I wanted them to get a notebook, and every single day I wanted them to open up the notebook, and on a clean page, I want them to write their name. And Until I told them to, they were not allowed to write a poem. I did not want them thinking about poetry. I didn't want them writing poetry, nothing. But every day, just so your hand is used to the motion of writing, because you don't want to ever stop that, open the book and write your name. And by no means write a poem. And it wasn't reverse psychology, and I explained it to him. This is not reverse psychology. Just you don't need to do it right now. It's okay to take that break, right? And within a couple weeks, (laughs) you know, he was completely different. So by giving yourself the freedom to not have to produce like a freaking milk cow every time you pick up a pen... It is going to change the way you write completely. All right? So every time you sit down and write does not have to be a poem, and that's kind of the purpose of some of these things I'm giving you right now and having you do. Instead, you just explore your brain, explore your thoughts, mess around with your muses. See what's in there. Go window shopping. You don't have to buy the first piece of poetry that falls out of your head every time you sit down. All right, so the scenario that I'm giving you to write to is... And this is a little bit more complicated than the ones before. There's just another, like, usually it's just one single component. This one kind of has two. Um, but the scenario I'm going to give you, I want you to, you know, either don't write a poem but write, like, a short story or narrative prose or just free write about it, whatever you want, right? I want you to write a story about hiccuped. <laughs> I want you to write a story about you or someone but you are someone and you are part of a club or group of people that meets weekly at a local coffee shop. And you are all devoted entirely to predicting the future. So you are part of a group or a club that meets once a week at a coffee shop and the sole purpose of the club is to in predicting the future, period. Second part of that is you all believe you have psychic abilities and get your predictions in entirely different ways. And each of you believe that yours is the true message. Yours is the true prediction. Yours is what's going to happen in the future. So write a story about you or someone who's part of a clever group that meets once a week at a coffee shop. The club is devoted entirely to predicting the future. You all perhaps believe you have psychic abilities, and you all get your predictions in different ways. And each of you believe that yours is a true message. Now, I set this scenario up this way because instead of writing just one person's perspective, this allows you to create characters, to have fun with that. Who are all the components? Who are the people that go to the club? Who are there? How do they get their psychic abilities? You know, they get theirs every time they drink coffee. Or this person gets theirs whenever they stick their finger in a light socket. I don't know it really leaves a, a very fun and even com- comedic path to follow when writing this because you all, you know, how far you want to take it, how much you want to play with them, how, much, how creative you want to be with it, all right? And each of you believe that the message that you're getting is absolutely the truth. And usually I don't elaborate much on them, but I just really think this is going to be fun. So think about that whole scenario and then think what would happen one day if they all had the exact same prediction, Dun, dun. Okay, I'm not going to elaborate anymore on it. Or a story about you or someone being a part of a clever group that is meeting once a week at a local coffee shop. The group is devoted entirely to predicting the future. But wait, there's more. You, believe, you all believe you have psychic abilities. You get your futuristic predictions entirely different ways. And each you believe that yours is the true message. Okay, so if you happen to miss any of these that I'm giving you right now, or I get you all mixed up, or something like that, don't worry. You can come back and listen to the show's archive, and it w- you can just you know start and stop as you need to to write write all of this down. And matter of fact, you know if you're ever sitting there one night and you can't think of something to write about, just jump onto one of our shows. In the first 15 minutes of the show, you're going to get some writing prompts and things to play with. All right, so next now. Exercise number two, pick apart a prompt. With this, I want you to know that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you write to it. Don't go to the first knee-jerk reaction poem that pops in your head. Oh, here's the prompt, but then, you know, red, and it makes me think of a rose. So you write a red rose poem. All right? No. I want you to write the prompt at the top of the page. And then I want you to start a list of all the different thoughts, like red, could have been rose, could have been blood. Think of all the things that it could have been, right? But I want you to write the thought or the, the prompt at the top of the page and then write down all the different directions you could take that prompt. It's not in, intended for you to end up writing a poem to, but instead make you think about all the poems you could write to it, all the things it could stand for. You know, how is it a metaphor? What is it a metaphor Uh what is it for? I didn't want to say metaphor for... Uh, dancing and singing. Um, anyway, uh, you know, think about all the things it could become, the things it could be the voice for, whatever. All the different ways you could use it. And just write down all the different things you could write to it instead of writing to it all the things you could write to it. And you're probably going to stumble over something that's going to inspire you, and you may end up writing a poem to it, and if you do... You know, I'm not going to come wrap your knuckles with a ruler, I promise. (laughs) You know, it's okay if you write a poem to it, but, you know, just search for the poem. Find the one that's hiding in there, the angle most people wouldn't think of, the one that surprises, the one that makes us stutter in a thought, the one that makes us stop and do a double take, the one that makes us want to duct tape someone and put them in a closet forever and steal their line because it's the best line in the world you've ever heard. We've all read lines like that. Don't judge me. <laughs> you know, look look for that unique perspective before you start writing a poem. So the pick-a-part prompt for this week is free-flying balloon. Free-flying balloon. So once again, write the poem, or that, prompt at the top of the page then start a list of all the different thoughts and ideas and directions you could take that prompt free flying balloon awesome now prompts poetry prompts now that i've got you completely away from writing poems prompts are intended and meant to produce a poem all right prompt number one is prompt prompt number one, what we've been working on weekly, is this one's going to be, we're going to be doing, it's all about writing to forms or styles in poetry. And right now, for a wee bit, we are exploring a type of poetry that's called slice of life. And you can write either poetry or prose to this, but it is intended to turn into a poem of some sort. Slice of life poetry. If you're not real sure what that is, if I don't you know if I don't do a good job explaining that to you or you want to get some more perspective on it, you can just google it. What is slice of life poetry? All right, so let's just jump into this. I want you to write a poem about a black and white vintage photograph, either one of your families or one you find online. And I have a lot of fun doing that. I'll just Google uh, vintage photographs and go to the Images tab. You know, and you can do that. Google Vintage Photographs, go to the Images tab, and then find one that talks to you. You know, and and as you're looking at it, when you find the one that, wow, I I want this one, I want you to ask yourself what you see in it. You know, why do you think you picked that one? What voice does it speak with? Or whose voices does it speak with? Who or what perspective are you going to write from? You know, ask yourself all these questions. Always pick apart that's what the pick apart a prompt is for. But always pick apart your ideas. Search deeper into each one. How far can you push a thought to find find your unique voice in an idea? And that's really what you're trying to do. When Rod Stewart comes on the radio, we all know who he is. That unique voice. Any art can be that way. Someone can read a poem and instantly know that that's yours because your unique voice in that poem. So that's what we push you to. That's what I'm trying to push you to do. So anyway, in this type of writing, I want you to be very conscious of every aspect of the area, era you're writing about. Picture it in your mind. I want you to concentrate on the photograph till it becomes like a living thing in your brain that you can interact with and and walk around in, explore every detail of. You know, this is like a vital component in any slice of life poem. You know, if a picture can tell a thousand words, then show us that photograph with your words. Make it, tan- make it a tangible thing we can hold in our hands and relate to, feel, and believe. And remember, sometimes it helps by stepping out of yourself and looking in. Write about it um, almost as if you were writing a screenplay with every detail from every facet of each character involved, every detail of the setting. You know, Write it as if you wanted someone to have enough details to build the, the set for a play and enough details to direct the actors to perfectly recreate the moment. And don't overthink as you write. Just write it. Write it all. Write all your thoughts. You can go back later and edit, edit, edit. Find the poem inside the mess. But let go and let everything fall out. And you can find the poem in there later. with tons and tons and tons of great imagery to choose from. And you'll be able to piece it together and make it perfect. So, again, write about a black and white vintage photograph, either a family photo or one you find online. Um, You know, and if you there's a certain thing that you are interested in. You know, you could Google vintage photograph city streets or vintage photograph Old West, vintage photograph 4th of July. You know, just keep poking around until you find one that talks to you. You know, this is one of my favorite, like I said, this is one of my favorite things to do, places to go to look for inspiration. You know, because remember, everything that you look at is input. Even every photograph you don't choose, it still goes in your brain. You know, and you may call on its rememberings for inspiration a year from now because you sat there and looked at it and even bypassed it for something different. You have to have input in order to have output. Everything you do feeds you. Everything that you do makes you better. Well, everything that you do that I tell you to do makes you better. I don't know some of the things you tell yourself to do when I'm not around, so i got to watch what I say there. <laughs> I don't want to be held liable. <laughs> All right. Poetry prompt number two. This one, make sure you have your paper and pencil because there's four of them, and you'll want to write them down. This one these are prompts. They're like seeds planted. They're meant to grow into poems. And with that said, these lines can be the title of the poem or it can be a line in the poem or even the general concept of the poem if you are, have the hankering to be a little esoteric. right? The title of a line in or the general concept of the poem. There's four lines. Number one, a mistake of nature. a mistake of nature number two from the gods mouths and yes that's plural think vikings or something I don't know from the gods mouths number three black fingerprints black fingerprints and number four, until the children sleep. Until the children sleep. Now, remember the, the whole pick apart a prompt mentality when you sit down to write these before you, you know, approach writing to these or anything you write? You know, really look for the poem inside the prompt. Look for your unique voice in those. Um If you want to get real froggy, you know, mix it up a little bit, you can use like line one and line four in the poem if they both speak to you. If you get real froggy, you can, you know, use all four lines in one poem or write, you know, a different poem to each prompt. Write four different poems, whatever you want to do. Or do all of the above. That isn't up to me. I just plant the seed. You figure out where it grows. Again, number one, a mistake of nature. Number two, from the God's mouths, Number three, black fingerprints. And number four, until the children sleep. All right. Lastly, remember our ongoing projects. Once a week, do something surprising, something new, something you've never done before, at least not in a long while. Step out of your comfort zones. Surprise yourself. You know, live. You can't write about life if you don't live life. And the next one we were doing is to write a haiku every day for 365 days. And your 365 days, if you're brand new, starts today. And I don't care if it takes you 600 days to write your 365 days worth of a one year of poems. It, let it take 600. If you miss a day, that's not an excuse to quit. You get up the next day, you brush the dirt off, and you keep going, you write the next one. And when you're all done, think about it, you'll have and out of all of those haikus you write, you'll have somewhere between thirty, eight to sixty, maybe really, really good ones. And you'll have a poet book poetry haiku poetry book ready to go. But the challenge is to pay attention to the world around you, not to get so caught up in your big girl or big boy or big vey pants and you know, not listen to yourselves anymore. You spend all your time listening to what the world is saying to you and what social media is saying to you and everything else that you stop listening to yourselves. Pay attention to the world around you. Slow down. Give yourself priority. Every day, look around you and find something worth 17 syllables. Keep a notebook with you. And when it happens, we all have them all day long. You know what I'm talking about, those poetic hiccups, Right? So find something in your day worth 17 syllables. I don't care how silly it is. And if you write it down and it's only 15 syllables and you're driving, I don't care. Leave it at 15. You can go back and find the other two later. Just get it down on paper. Write a haiku every single day for a year, for 365 days, and that's it. Okay? That's our projects we've been working on for this year, for 2020. Remember, guys, you're not just a poet. Have fun exploring and writing outside of your label and become a better poet because of it. Go out and play with your ideas and poke things with sticks and turn them over and hold them up to the sun. You know, don't be afraid to make messy. Um, Have fun with your muses, and they will have fun with you. All right. With that said, that is all of our writing exercises for the week. Remember, if you missed any of those, not to worry. You can go back and listen to the archive and start and stop however you need to to get those written down. All right, the next thing I'm going to do is play an audio track. We always start and end every episode with an audio track, so if you would like to have yours played on the air, you can email me at the, T-H-E Cafe at gmail.com, cafe. Or the, the Cafe at gmail.com. Make sure you put audio file MP3 something along those lines in the subject line, so it kind of stands out for me. We'll get uploaded to the show's library and we will play it for the world. The first piece that I'm or piece <laughs> the piece that I'm going to play tonight is from Cassandra Tribe, and she's uh she did a couple really really good poetic workshops for us. Not sure if one of hers is going to be what I play on the 10th or not, but we'll see. But she's just incredible. And I love the job. You know, these, these are self produced on her home computer. And you know, she just played around with them and had fun, created her, her poems, sent them to me, and I'm very proud to play them for her. So the piece that I'm going to play is actually a piece from one of her workshops that she wrote for one of her workshops, and it is called Striking a Match. So here you go.
2: Striking a match holds the of Many things. If I have chosen to pour gasoline on myself, on others, and things, then the promises of destruction that will have no means, no. Mean. Mean. no. Two people shifting the oily ash shall agree and why I struck the flame. Houses will be left without them. People will be chosen to blame and if anything of me is bad of me, I will be examined. and' cannot believe. And the nature of destruction is to destroy all meaning. Striking a match holds the promise of many things. If that match sparks a flame that flares to a candle, then the smallest part of life is entrapped. With Flickering boundary. Its borders are protected, Water for the waves of night and <laughs> In that small circle of light, vision lacks clarity. And life has the substance of time. and no two people shall agree, for the nature of flames and fire is to disappear. Striking a match holds the promise of many things. If that match falls on the pile just so, then flame feeds fire. Light cannot help but be cast. Reveal what has been and what yet, to pass, yet, to yet fires by nature consume. But the nature of being consumed is to stay until there is nothing left No one person can survive. Darkness oh, okay. for each and all are beyond their control in striking the match. There is a promise. Lighting a candle, held in another's hand, there, a circle of light reveals Oh, the candle is, ring wild nature of the
1: Sandra Tribe was striking a match. I absolutely love that woman. She is incredible. Good to see you in the lineup, Robbie. I got you on there. Looking at chat. If you guys are having a problem getting into chat, don't panic. Just keep poking it with a stick, refreshing your page. Uh, it does seem to work a little bit better on Firefox than it does on Google. Chrome. So uh, just keep poking it with a stick, and it'll let you in eventually. They moved a while back to a new chat server, and it seems to have a lot of issues. So if you're trying to get in there, just keep poking it. It'll let you in eventually. And uh, if you have the show's player open, it's on the page right below the player. So just scroll down that page, and you'll be able to see the chat room. And if it's not there, refresh your page. All right. With that said, that's good. Okay, that's what I need to say. All right, once again, if you'd like to have your piece played on the air, you can email those to me at thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. We can get those uploaded, playing with the world. And I want to thank Cassandra Tribe for sending and striking a match. And with that said, dun, 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 you know what time it is, poets? It's time to get to our callers. If you'd like to call in tonight and share, you can call 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect tonight. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 252 is our first caller. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please, please, it's vitally important that you introduce yourself. It's really important that people know who's reading and don't ping me during your read asking me who's reading so that I can't concentrate on what you're reading. And I know that you you know, would appreciate that. So make sure you introduce yourself and say, Hi, this is me, and I'm going to be reading this poem tonight. So introduce yourself that. And you always want to have your name attached to your work. You do not want to have your poem go out there and have them say, This changed the world, but have no idea who wrote it. That would suck. And be like, my great-great-grandfather wrote that poem. We found it in a notebook. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, anonymous wrote that. Okay. All right. Next, you can read two poems. And if the lines get too busy tonight and I need to switch that back down to just one poem, I will let you know when that happens. But right now, you're good for reading, too. All righty. And then when you are done reading your poems, make sure that you give out your URL. It's real important that people know how to find you and network with you, be able to read you since you inspired them. So, yeah, make sure you have your URL. It's important. Social networking creatively. That's how you inspire and get inspired. Next, remember as you read tonight that we have... A mature rating, that means you're bound to hear just about anything, with the exception of hardcore erotica, no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B, don't push that envelope and you know what that envelope is, all right, I know you know, and I know you know that I know that you know, so yeah, mature rating, but we can't do adult porn palms here, everything else, you're good to go. With that said, I want to go ahead and give out the first three callers so you have an idea where you are and how soon you're coming up. So as I said, first we have 252. That's going to be followed by 731. Hello, Michael. And 419 will be our third caller. All right, so listen for your telephone area code. You know it will be your turn to come on. I'm writing down the numbers now in order, so if you happen to lose your place, I can go ahead and grab you when you come back. I do want to let area code 216 and 765 know that you are not in the lineup. So 216 and 765, if you guys want to come on the air, press 1, that will notify me that you want me to unmute you. Otherwise, if you're here just listening and hanging out, thank you. Appreciate that. If you change your mind at any time, you can press one and that will put you in the lineup. And once again, that's 216 and 765. Press one if you'd like to come on the air at any time. With that said, I am going to. I'm stalling a little bit, can you tell? <laughs> With that said, I am going to get to our caller. Let's go ahead and bring onto the air area code. Uh, my board was stuck for a month 252 252, are you with me?
3: Yes, ma'am Hey, Nyla, how are we going? This is Quaid Oh, here. thank
1: God Hi, sweetheart Who is this?
3: <laughs> Quaid
1: Hey, Quaid Wow, well, it's been a bit How are you?
3: Been doing well Been doing well How about yourself?
1: I have been doing really good I have been juggling chainsaws and I tell you what I didn't even know I could do that but I can, and not only that, I'm really, really good at it. But you know, I'm getting to a point where I can put a couple of them down, done now, down now, and I'm pretty excited about that too. <laughs>
3: yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: So what's going on
0: well, with you? Well, I only
3: have oh, nothing much. Um, I actually just um, just finished my first. I know you were not book. just wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. I know you were not going to tell me you just have one poem.
3: I do. I've got to leave room for, for other people that are waiting their turn, so on and so forth. And I just want to get to hearing the stuff. I know my stuff. I just want to get to hear what other people have to say.
1: Okay, but we don't know your stuff. So if you can squeak a second one in, I just want you to know that it would probably make my toes curl, and I would be forever grateful, just throwing that out there.
4: Cool deal, cool deal. <laughs> all
1: right, all right. So, so what's been going on with you?
3: Um, just um released my first ebook. So that was scary. Um, but yes yeah, so I'm um, just released that one on Amazon when Death is Mercy. Um, and so it's it's been a good process of actually the difference between writing for yourself and sharing it with others verbally, versus the process of people actually reading the word and you know, and I've had people you know, a certain amount of people critique it and, you know, just kind of stuff like that. So it's been been a good exercise.
1: And it's your very first one, correct?
3: Very first one. So it was super uncomfortable.
1: So you know what would be really cool is if you got together with me and we did a workshop on this. And I could call you on the phone or you can call in. I'll set up a, a private uh, Show where you call in and you and I can talk and I can kind of interview you about the process of writing your first ebook, what you had to do, what you thought you had to do going in, and what you ended up actually having to do, and give advice and talk about it, and and what the process was like for you as a first-time ebook. Because there's a lot of people out there, you know, who are interested in doing things like that, but the hardest thing is to actually do the first step.
3: Absolutely.
1: So think sounds about like that. A That's idea. just the seed planted, and you can mull it over and think about it, and maybe jot down some notes or write down a, a, a you know, a chronological order of the things that you did, or start, you know, putting things together. And if you decide you want to do it, just let me know.
3: Absolutely, it sounds good. It sounds like a go. Um, you know, mistakes I made, so on and so forth. It's yeah, yeah. But How now, many palms are in
1: it? How many pumps are in it?
3: This one has this one has ten, and there's a reason for that as well. I mean, at first I had about twenty of them in there, mm-hmm. and then you know after sharing it with other people, you know, just kind of just kind of cut the I do cut the fat off of it, but you know just kind of leaned it up a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It was it was it was uncomfortable. neither.
1: do you have any plans on making it a? A you know like a soft cover chat book or something like that, doing something actually in print,
3: I actually do. um I saw that they had an option for doing that on on this as far as on this Amazon the feature and mm-hmm. um so I wanted to look into doing that, but I just wanted to kind of first things first it and just get the ebook out and, and then do you know the, who um,
1: Andrew Scott is
3: I don't I don't you say Andrew okay, Andrew so Scott.
1: Yeah, shoot me a message, and I will send you his link, and you can just tell him, hey, Nyla told me to call you and ask you some information about uh, self-publishing.
3: Cool, cool. Andrew Scott.
1: Yeah, he used to host with us on here when we did a show called Reverse, a classic poetry open-mic show. Um, And then when he left, we just kind of went away because I just – it's hard to find a reliable host, I'm telling you. <laughs> so anyway, um, then he really started working on it. He wrote his first, right after I met him, he wrote his first uh, book of poetry, self-published. I did his cover for him for his first book. And that was an interesting process, let me tell you. Um, but he has since produced quite a few books and okay. is doing really well with them. And so I've really been t- trying to talk him to do a uh, do a workshop and going over the processes of that because it doesn't cost you anything. You know, there's programs you can use to do that. Um, you know, so it, it would be really cool to get to kind of give you some of those options before you opt for the first thing you saw. Mm, if you're going to do a print awesome. book, it's good to educate yourself and know what your options are and the pros and cons of all of it. So I don't know what Amazon does, but if you're going to do that, I just want you to do your homework because, of course, I'm Not all about sure. the homework, you know.
3: I'm all about it. It makes the difference.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations so on the ebook. I'm really excited. Please do me a favor and pop that the link to that where people can find it and purchase that from you and see it and all that good stuff on my Facebook page.
3: I sure will.
1: All right, just kind of use that as the, the cafe bulletin board, and that's where you post your shit. So, yeah, let people know how they can find it.
3: Cool deal. Cool deal. Thank okay. you so much.
1: You're welcome. Proud of you. Congratulations.
3: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, poetry. Okay, I'm sorry. My first poem. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know people are like, come on, come on. So my first poem is... Um, it is called Forever Brothers. It's on the it's actually in the book, um, but it's, it's the second part to it. And to my brothers goes the best of my prayers. I'm thinking about you, and looking back on all the times we shared. As for me, I find that liberty is hard to keep. Plus it's passion that got me rapping. It makes it hard to sleep. And so, with every day I place my problems on this page, it pays when no one else is here to pray. And I'm afraid. Because I would like the people's prayers. Unless I'm kicking lungs and taking up their time, no one really cares. I was caught in my struggles at an early age. The Lord saved, but still I'm learning to emerge from my destructive ways. People see me and notice progress. They think I got it. But I tell them it's a process. I wish that I could be the person that people see. When they're looking at me, I can't explain it no better, but you should see them when I speak. So perhaps I found my purpose. Ain't no S on this chest. It's God that gets me through my hurt. I decorate my thoughts. So when they perceive, people perceive it as an art. Some will listen while others miss it, the secrets of my heart. As I document my struggles, I gain a relief as I release it to the public. You know I love it. It's like I can write away the pain. My pen proves loyal and bleeds for me on every page. But since y'all ain't here, memories comfort me through storms. And it still remains clear that the only ones for me is God and then my dogs. Remember when hard times, homies do it thick and thin. Since y'all and I have redefined what I would call a friend. Because though so many wish me well, when in my struggles, I look around and no one's there except my brothers. We can't let this mission here deplete us, but pray for each other, symbols of brothers near to Jesus, for many reasons. I hope you get the life you choose. And no matter the mountain, we'll make it move. If we stand, we make it through. Through our struggles, we become brothers. No matter who we are in this world under the stars, we always got each other, because you're more than just my friends, and I always love you. We are forever brothers. And Paul.
1: That was incredible. Do you want me to comment after you've read both?
3: Oh, no, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. Okay.
1: so. I I really liked this poem for a a bunch of reasons. And one of them, I was writing... When you guys read, I always write down notes because, you know, the next line you read is a squirrel and I'm off chasing it and then I forget the two squirrels before that, right? Mm. So I write things down. Um, Part of what you wrote about in there really stuck out for me because it can kind of be twisted into... First of all, it's just... Phenomenal! What you wrote, and the and the importance of what you wrote, and how to, you know, if you were to, um, oh, what's it called, if you were to dissect it, I guess. Um, the feelings and the the meanings behind what you wrote, but it's when you you wrote in there, you know, you're not the person that people see. Mm-hmm. And we all feel that way. And I think that we feel that way even more now because we live such electronic lives.
3: Mm,
1: I mean, if you think about it, 90% of your social, and that's probably a high, that's probably a high percentage, but I do so much stuff by myself. For me, it probably wouldn't be. It would not be an exaggeration to say 90% of my social interactions are online, are are in a digital Mm. world. Okay. Because it's like this vacation I'm going on. I'm going away in the mountains, 500 miles from civilization, by myself. To me, that's fun. Oh. Um, I'm going out on a fossil dig. I'm so excited. Anyway, <laughs> I know I search Google. I search, you, search you guys, I do. I sit there and I search Google Maps until I see a really cool cliff and I get the the GPS coordinates and I'm out in the middle of the desert looking for fossils in that cliff because I know they're in that area because there's the formation that runs through there and all that nerd stuff, but.
3: Anyway, yeah, get that was true. What's that? I said, get out of here. I used to want to be, what is it? That, paleontologist? Anthropologist, paleontologist, yes. Because mm-hmm. uh, I used to love watching the dinosaur, you know, shows and fossils and everything like that. So, But I'm not brave enough to actually venture out there and do that. So that's... Why?
1: Okay, so, yeah, we so need to talk about this off the show. But why? It is amazing. I can't even tell you. Oh, my God, it is so amazing. And I can even help you. I'll help you find, I don't care where you live, I have, I am the best researcher on the Internet ever. I will find you someplace you can go explore in your area. I promise you, shoot me a message, okay? I will. I will. I sure. Okay, Okay. so back to that line, you know, I'm not the person that people see. And what we need to realize, I thought that, that line was so important, you know, and, and you kind of alluded to this throughout your poem, but we're, we're not the, we, we are frightened because we're not the people that they think we are, even though we realize we are the reason they think what they do. Especially in a social media world where everything's so much online. People can only honestly know what we show them. And so the importance of it, and one of the things I heard you talk about in your piece was that, you know, in order for people to know who we are, in order to, you know, to have this, you have to have a, this transparency. You have to be brave enough to be transparent so that you can be who you are, believe what you believe, stand for what you stand for, and let the world in so you don't feel so alone. You know, we have to be willing to be transparent. And it made me kind of think about how that's even a metaphor for our writing. And and it, and it made me smile because you do write that way. You write very bravely, very openly. You're very vulnerable when you write. You know, but when we write... We don't want to write what we want people to see. We have to be willing to be transparent in our writing in order to have that brave, unique voice that says what we really want it to say. And we need to not be afraid to write with that clarity, with that bravery. And so, you know, that was one of the things that I took from your poem, one of the little tangents that made my brain go off. on. so I just thought I'd share that with you real quick. I thought it was awesome.
3: No, I appreciate it, and I know that sometimes it's hard to even know how I truly, or how one truly feels, because mm-hmm. you're so used to projecting something different. Yeah. And I know for me, I have to kind of sit down sometimes and just settle in and try to think about, okay, how do I honestly feel about this, you know, and try to find I mean, the most honest place that I can find um, about something, and then just kind of, kind of write from there.
1: Yeah. Exactly. All right, what is your second piece, my dear?
3: Um, second piece is also on the same uh in the same in the book as well. It's um <clears throat> I used to call it my ugly poem. Um you know, just kind of writing from a an honest place um a long time ago, but it's called Then Tonight Would Be the night. <clears throat> God be ready to get us. The devil's move is so relentless. These times are getting vicious. Plus, nobody's going to miss us in this business. So many are lost. Search for forgiveness. Angel death's last breath. Hoping time it'll kiss us. Silence surrenders. Because in this world, who else could defend us? I've seen them all stand tall, but they fall to contenders. You could witness how many would die due to this sickness. As human beings, it's lacking our commitment. It's getting wicked. And it seems like it's been night for days, and fighting to keep the light is the price we pay. Growing weary of negativity, that's how I be feeling. Take me away from this place that I'm feeling in prison. Because if suicide wasn't a sin, best believe. I'll be set free and never look back on this world if suicide wasn't a sin. And tonight would be the night because I'm tired of living this life. And God, since you love me, let me be with you blessed to enjoy a life without the boundaries of this flesh because I'm ready for better than the times we face in this life. I find it difficult to find my place, and I'm not mad because I know I'm here on a mission. Tell some people, you don't stop till I'm finished. But when I can't change some lives, then let me die. There's no reason for me breathing when I could be in the sky. So, before I go to sleep, I pray that somehow we, we wake up to a world that's finally found some peace. It's times like these It's a burden to manage. I'm like a citizen of somewhere stuck without a planet. the poem. Wow,
1: that was really powerful, that that whole in the ether feeling. Phenomenal, my dear.
3: Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: You're Thanks welcome.
3: You so much. Super, You're very super welcome.
1: I All right, so tell everyone again how they can find your book and how they can find you.
3: Okay, the book is called When Death is Mercy. Um, If you go on Amazon and type in Quade, Q-U-A-D-E, When Death is Mercy, it should pop up. I think it's like the second option up there for some reason. But but you can get it there. Um, My email address, if you want to contact me personally, is Quade, Q-U-A-D-E, poetry at Gmail. Um, And then also I have... um, Uh, A couple of YouTube videos as well under Quake Poetry as well.
1: Very cool. All right, you guys, go check him out. Check out his book. You're going to put the link for that on my page, correct? Absolutely. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, appreciate so much you being here tonight and uh, sharing those with us. Thank you for sharing, too. Made me happy.
3: (laughs) No, thank you, Mel. I can't thank Um, you enough. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and we will talk to you next week? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 731. 731, you're on the air.
5: Can you hear me okay? I'm on a headset trying to amplify my voice.
1: Um, Keep talking for a second.
5: Keep talking for a second. How about this and now?
1: I can hear you okay.
5: Okay, good. Good. I'm dealing with a what's maybe the onset of laryngitis. I hate when this happens, especially if I love to talk so much. I'm obsessed with the sound of my own voice. You know this. That's how I make my living. Hey, that fellow that was just on, he was pretty awesome. I enjoyed him. I'm glad he beat me. I'm glad he got there first. He's good. He's really good. He's sincere. It's I like him. The bear. I have two pieces for you tonight. I'm going to do what I did last week. Did Don Leese and did Michael because Last week you said you were happy. If you're happy last week, I'm going to make you happy this week. I'm going to try my best. Check your check your email and your Facebook if you want to read along. This Don Leese poems published at wordfountain.net. I just want you to know that I got my copy of Don Lee's book last night. I came in at midnight. It was in my music room sitting on the desk, and I was giddy. I was gleeful. Books tell. Books. <laughs> Don't me tell her book is called Take Something When You Go. I didn't take the book with me when I went to work today, so I'm reading on the Internet. I'm going to fix that. matter of fact, I'm going to buy another one of her books to keep one at work. There. All you've got to do is go to Winter Goose Publishing, and there it is. It's usually on Amazon, but it wasn't on Amazon this time. They were sold out. Thank you, that. So, uh, Teresa is all kind of book clubs. She went searching, and she's an innovative person. She's kind of like you when it comes to researching. Mm-hmm. So, the poem I'm going to read here is called Delta is Delta by Dawn Lee. I am a mosaic of emerald isle, Italian leather, and gypsy song. I am swirls of magic, stories my grandmother told in Slavic, a foreign language she lived in but never taught us. I am salt, I am water flowing blue to green, dancing calm to chaos in a white foam dress. I did not root in mountain mud like an evergreen, but in sand like a pine, pitch pine or orchid moving with fire and breathe in the bends of New Jersey. I am the woman stepping off the known trail into the dunes, a maze of mirage. I am a delta where the Mississippi kisses the gulf. A slow approach to open water. I'm running to the horizon, not stopping to think about what waits at the intersection of water and sky. In the poem.
1: You know, this is one of those poems I have to tell you, that if I could find her, I could go find Dawn and duct tape her in my closet and keep her there and steal this poem, I would, and I think that's probably the highest compliment I can give a poet, is that I would be willing to kidnap them and, and hide them in my closet and, and feed them while they're duct-taped for the rest of their lives so I could steal their poem. It's that good. It's almost like she knows me, like she's a kindred spirit. You know, her writing this makes me understand or makes me know that she understands why I'll take off for two weeks and go out in the middle of somewhere with nobody around me for two weeks and be—it is the most beautiful lonely. I can, this most beautiful lonely in the world, the most amazing feeling, and I know that I would not have to explain that to her. By reading this poem, I know I do not have to do that. She would understand that need, that feeling, that drive. There you go. Yeah. I'm so glad you've read this. I'm even more convicted to get the heck out of Dodge this week. Well, not this week, next week. I just have to. I have to. It's time.
5: You're going to meet somebody along the way. they are going to change their their way of thinking. You might even change their disposition. <laughs>
1: If I run into anyone where I'm going, that could be scary. because they're probably going to be bones. Wow. Yeah.
5: Cool. Okay. I've got one quick one of mine. I was just looking at this and stuff and happened to notice this it was 10 years, 10 years ago that I read this. <clears throat> and I've seen the title several times, and I've forgotten what the poem was about. It's called The Taste of Wine. hmm <clears throat> Michael Todd From the archives From the vault <laughs> The Taste of Lime Here's to the emo girl Sporting the purple streak hair Dancing the shoe day shuffle Never moving from here to there Tretches no longer dyed in basic black Two steps forward leads to a setback Though she smiles on the inside shows a look of despair. Shout out to the scene girl, notorious club confidante, running with the pack, stunning, showing signs of discount. She's already leaving when she arrives, constantly scheming if she contrives, leaving with a handful of guinea, a pocket full of one. Three cheers for the raver, starting seamlessly to thrash. She looks you in the eye. Let's not try to talk trash. Rotating mosh is her folly by choice. Wall of death It's her time to rejoice. Metal maiden on the prowl in search of the ultimate class. Over time, it seems I've become an observant fellow. Paid club bouncer. Can't back down. Be perceived yellow. Just when I think I've seen it all, some chick answers a new alcohol. call. It looks like lemon, tastes like lime, and smells like morello. Important.
1: That was phenomenal. I'm really glad that you chose to read one of yours. I think that that's a really good formula. When you share someone else's and then share one of yours, I am. I am a full fan of that and endorse that highly. And I think that should be a if I have to read a poem at the beginning of every month, I think that should be one of yours. That you can read someone else's, but you can share one of yours too. But I would I would like it if uh, never mind. I don't I want heck do I think I I'm, I'm going to try to accomplish telling you what to do. I could that that that, that would never just happen. Never mind everything I just said.
5: I love you. But you you
1: still should. I love you, too.
6: Okay.
5: I've run a little long. I've got to go see what the big noise is up back. Sounds like they're inching a big, giant metal canister behind me, and that's not good because everything's supposed to be locked up and nobody lives. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh,
1: and I have to. Go put on your superhero Uh tights. Save the world.
5: Oh. I don't have stuff like that. I just
1: that's okay, because that's the way I'm going to picture you for the rest of the night. I just wanted you to know that. Oh, really? You're, okay. running, you're running around in superhero tights inside my head for the rest of the night.
5: I've got a three-year-old grandson who's really into wearing Batman tights, so we all get along just fine. <laughs> all I right. Wait, Love I you, Michael. I thank you wait, so much so for sharing. Playback and these headphones work. I just talked over you. Sorry about that. I said I can't wait to hear the playback and find out if these headphones work. If they do, that's good. Okay. All right. Thanks, y'all. Have a wonderful evening, and I'll see you next week unless you're off gallivanting.
1: <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Uh, I will be here. I will be here next week, which is the third. I will be here for. This, yeah, I'll be here next week.
5: Okay, dokie. See ya.
1: <laughs> All right, honey. We'll talk to you soon, honey. Bye. All right. Let me move this page over to a new window, which is the poem that he just read of Dawn's, because I'd like to read that again. I absolutely loved it. All right. Our next caller comes from Area Cut. I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you have a heads up. We have 419. Then we're going to have 832 and 219. Those are our next three callers. And that's going to be followed by 807 and then 216, because I know Mama's going to want to know where she is in the lineup. All right, next caller, 419, you are on the air.
7: Well, hello, Nylons, Agent 419 reporting for Judy, like 10 <laughs> weeks late. Blue team
0: go, blue team go. Coordinator watching it's you are been, here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been
7: so long, dear, it's been so long. <laughs> How are you?
1: I am doing good. You know, your giggle is just one of the happiest things in the whole world. You know, Aww. I hear that hear that little giggle of yours and it just makes Giggles me want to go sit with you now. under the apple tree with our heads together whispering secrets all day long and giggling like we're 12.
7: Nice, <laughs> oh, oh gee, that's funny. that takes me back. <laughs> thank you,
1: yeah, so that's um, your homework. I'm, I want you to write a poem about you and your muse sitting under an apple tree with your heads foreheads together, whispering secrets back and forth and giggling.
7: so the poem is the secrets that we keep
1: the The <laughs> poem is about you about you and your muse sitting under the apple tree, you and the muse that you write with. You and your writing, you and your muse. You're sitting under the tree. You have your foreheads together, and you're giggling and laughing. So you're you're sitting there with your muse. I don't know. It can be any kind of tree you want. Or you could be in the tree. (laughs) Or you could be sitting on the roof of the house under the moon. I don't care. I can be on
7: top throwing, like, acorns down and stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, I always said when I got old I wanted to sit on the front porch of my house and throw water balloons at the paper boy. (laughs) Little did I know there wouldn't be paper boys anymore When I'm old (laughs) Right I have to to re-plan my whole freaking ending
7: (laughs) We've all been doing that lately Because of everything that's going on Aren't we (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
7: (laughs) Everything seems different Like than what we live But that fits
1: into social distancing I wouldn't have to leave my porch I just have to have a good arm to throw water balloons at him As he rides his bike past
7: (laughs) There you go, that's funny (laughs) <laughs> get, but don't get them in a spoke Because they'll probably fall and tumble over
1: <laughs> I'll be oh too old to care I'll be too old to remember the consequences <laughs> of my actions
7: <laughs> Aim at the head Aim at the head, always aim at the head. <laughs> Make oh god, it a head hell.
1: There's a special corner of hell waiting for me has my name on it They've already carpeted me too. it me. I hope we're neighbors <laughs> Oh
7: my god Your name is lit and neon light <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You got that image in what my mind what you bring for us tonight, sense. honey? Um, well I got one it's actually called Ramblings Within My mind um my mind's been all sorts lately. So if you can follow my poem, maybe you can say like, damn, that's what it's like to be her. How's that? That works Does that for make me. Sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to read it fast. My you don't mind have to read it fast. So... Okay, okay. I'll try to i will just read it. <laughs> My mind is full of so much thoughts as of late, never shutting down. They just do not ever turn off. The constant battle in my mind, wanting to have a moment to enjoy, one to hang on to. Then I see you smile, standing there, behind a column in the pristine, desolate, vacant shelter, having you there even though no words were spoken. They didn't need to be. You meant the world to me. Sometimes I'm at such a loss for words. I choke up on my thoughts lately, contemplating my life. Life definitely happens. It has been this whole time. We being products of our own free will. We workers find limited off-work time. As thoughts, continuous as they be, make me exhausted. Never combating, only just one at a time. Being near the water today, I found very peaceful. A place that rocked my being. A place that soothed my soul. Even if for temporary flashes that freed up my moment in my mind, felt so welcome, I needed that. As life keeps on moving forward, for me, one day I cannot wait for my life to stand still. To think no more, to cease to exist, contemplating the speculation of my own demise. To go tiptoe like a sheep or go out like one hell of a ferocious lion. I would choose the latter. I'm a fighter, I stand up. Conformity be damned. Just words to tip off my tongue. Peace only to the world when the last man falls. For whom does he have to argue with? His fight would be his and his alone. No one to share the glory of his throne. No presenter to hand out the medals. No need for an announcer to acknowledge his victory. The last one. The lone survivor. The reclusive antisocial. Alone is the only feeling he was comfortable with. One so familiar to him that even before he was the only one, in his mind, he had always felt that way. His life, his preparedness for his destined future, always led him. The roads traveled down. The path of faded destiny, even though all alone he thought he was, he was never really alone, you see, because it is God that walks beside us. God will guide thee home eventually. Minds are so powerful to feel so strongly just about a singular thought, Loneliness always appears within our minds. Thoughts continue of being alone, clouding my vision constantly, they circle. When will it be my turn to cash in the chips? Will the table ever be turned to be set and cleared for only one? To not feel so stranded on desolation island, void of any human interaction? Life is all about self-introspection. With all of these thoughts that carry me, my mind will never set me free. Until the moment it ceases to exist, a final shutdown, a darkened, silent abyss. A vacuum of thought, nothing left to think about, nothing left to plot. Trying to escape the ramblings of that which is in my mind—a precious yet deplorable thing to waste. I cannot wait for the silence that seeks my fate and peace.
1: That was incredible.
7: <laughs> it was kind of a ramble, but I just wanted to finish up where I started in the beginning with the thoughts and yeah. <laughs> and my boyfriend is in there too, a little bit. <laughs> But thank you I'm sorry it was long though
1: No, no That was that Was not too long That was incredible Thank you You're very welcome, sweetheart
7: I got one more really, really short one If you have time Okay Like me to write a short poem just like, This is hard to do <laughs> It's called <laughs> Dinner is served a meal for one When you pour all of your heart into the preparation, mixing everything you got, only needing a single serving, with no one else to share with, leaves such a taste of bitterness, a sad, lonely emptiness inside, as a heart of one feeds its beast, slow contemplation as to which one it feeds, the one that is the most hungriest, the hunger for the loneliness to subside. Lonely lies the heart, dishes now done, cooking for one, the food, it just doesn't taste that great. And
8: peace.
1: Incredible. Awesome job. Thank you for reading both.
7: Oh <laughs> well, thank you for having me on your show, Ms. Nylon. <laughs> it
1: was my pleasure. Always my pleasure. Oh. All right,
7: Agent four one nine, tell everyone how they can come show you some love. If you guys want to check me out, my name is Shelley Gambino. I'm on Facebook. I do my poetry on Poetical Intrigue, um, and I I, paste, I just do all my poems on that site. Um, so if you want to look up more poetry, it's Poetical Intrigue on Facebook.
1: Awesome! Thank you so much, Shelley. Love you, hun. Was fun. And Thank I'm you. on.
7: And I'm on Thursday nights with Nyla sometimes. Of course you are. You're welcome, dear. <laughs> and you have a good evening And I, I hope you get that vacation real soon I'm rooting for you. There's
1: that giggle You should try Get a get a headset for your computer Do you have a computer Or do you just do stuff on your phone?
7: No, no but I have a headset I'm talking to you right now on
1: On your computer or on your oh, phone?
7: On my phone I don't have a computer I'm old school oh. <laughs> I use one for work every day So I could use it there Maybe
1: is old school Phones are insane you need to figure out a way you can get a hold of a computer or a laptop that will allow you to record on it and use a program. And I think that you should like have some fun and start recording some of your work. I think you should play with that. So find someone who's got an old computer. It doesn't even have to get on the internet. Well, it should mm-hmm. if you're gonna. No, you could put them on a file and do something. But just to see if someone has an old computer or a laptop that you can hook up a headset to to use a recording program.
7: Nice. That would be cool.
1: Okay. And then let me know when you have it, and we'll get started.
7: I mean, I bought a mixer. I just don't have the computer.
1: See, there you I go. The you don't even need I got the, the mixer. I plug in. <laughs> you don't even need all that. Just find a computer. Someone who's got a laptop. It doesn't have okay. to be fast. Just, just doesn't even have to be fast. A modern one. It just has to. You have to be able to use the computer itself. You don't need the internet so much to be super strong, spendy internet computer
7: I mean but do you have to, you have to download like uh, is it a free program or you got to pay or what kind of program it's a free what program some,
1: what's it's the a name of program. it a free program I'm not going to tell you till you oh. get the computer
7: okay well I have one at work my boss said I could use anytime I want to and it's a laptop that's why I was wondering but can, and can you take kind it home of bored five hours out of the day <laughs> um, can uh, you yeah take, I can take it home too okay well then email One-person me one person office so I'm the only one there so yeah I can do that or send you a message or whatever
1: okay all right yeah, send me a message. Alrighty. That's That's yeah, all, okay. all right. That's email. Yeah, I can do Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Sally. Love you, hon.
7: Love you, too. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. 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 And
1: that goes for any of you that are interested in recording your work, if you've not done that and you would like to, uh, you know, maybe try that. You know, if you've got a computer with a headset and you can't do it on your phone. I don't know how to do it on the phone. I couldn't tell you how to do it on the phone. You figure it out. If it's on, you only have a phone. But if you can get a hold of a computer and you want to do that and you want to start recording some of your stuff and lay it on music beds and things like that, let me know. All right, next caller, 832.
9: 832, you are on
1: the air. uh... Hey, sweetheart, how are you?
9: I'm all right.
1: It's been a while. I almost didn't recognize your voice. You had to speak a second (laughs) time for me to be sure it was you. Shame on you being gone that long. This is me reading my poem. Oh. There you are, my soldier blue, blue, out of the blue, coming to you from wherever he do.
9: Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I've been out for a while, I just, uh, I've been writing. I just haven't been around because I just my hours changed, and basically from the end of June and all through July, I was sick. So. I'm just not coming back from everything. Wasn't the COVID mid, but uh, damn sure took me down for a loop, that's for sure. So, that sucks. It's like, yeah, it wasn't any fun. And then there were other complications that went along with that. And it's like, really? I have to go through all of this nonsense all at the same damn time? So, you know, like, I, yeah. have,
1: I am a firm believer that if you have to go through nonsense... It should be all at once. I mean, I'm looking well, at my summer, well right? By. I have had vacation planned yeah. four times, and four times I've had to cancel it because yeah. of stuff happening. So what mm-hmm. if I could condense all that shit into one week and have to deal with it all at once, and then it's over with? So you know, if, <laughs> if you, you know dealing with all that stuff at once is much better than having it spread over, out and taking an entire year.
9: Yeah, oh, I I get that, but 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 There's I don't the like that rubber mallet up on my forehead.
1: <laughs> I would take that, the that rubber mallet, mallet for a mallet on week my forehead
9: hurts.
1: <laughs> if it meant I could walk in grass for the rest of the time. Well, there you go. Yeah,
9: this is kind of a little bit different, but not really for me anyway. It's just a uh, just another part of the spectrum, I guess you could say. And yeah, I'll be honest. I don't really like writing in third person sometimes, but it, but this for, for this piece, it it just seemed to be where it had to start. So it is what it is, I guess. Um, i and it, this one really doesn't have a title either. It's just I'm, it's just one of those what I what I would call an and found uh, work. Happen to be looking at one of the book covers of. Uh, my books and it's like oh okay I'm real roll with that because it just the the ideas just came with it so yeah, it was uh, yeah I like it too I mean you know it's a good work anyway here we go man's face on a book cover dust jacket binding cracked verse well read page by page have we come so far ...that we have forgotten his name. Older than most of the people he knows... ...he regrets nothing of his life... ...and what he has found to love. Books and music never betrayed him. All else was stillness and bones. While well, he... ...yeah. Language, prose... ...he presupposed nothing. Assumed very little and left ego for those who felt they had a need of it. Doors, archways, subterranean floors, frescoes, the shine of colors, water mist, mystic and otherwise, igish, water smoke, the palate satiated before death. Say. Pottery clinks against lead crystal shards of colored mosaics that vie for space with flint-napped arrowheads and dagger blades, tiger obsidian, the vermilion paste, monrage, would say, of eyes shot through with summer gold. Who can tell what stories the leaves of trees would speak tongues of the forest loam green grown soft from weary shadows and dancing footsteps we shall wait and see if he enters the glade once more to dance down the feathered grass entryways into four directions sanctity those so sanctioned Who shall appear upon the cusp, raising sweet oil to clothes, clasped, the entryway, entreaties made for the ageless, dust become flesh. A mouthless river, sanguine flow, firm in its desire, the firmament of the ghosting self. faceless man faces the doors of perception, ready to see reality for what it is, infinite, celestial influence, maddened qualities of inference. Nothing carries only the weight of face value. You can see. The sound songs rise from the sodden night of the rainforest, forest. with light. Fractured by broken lenses of lightning. Juttering the sky. Fon walk face. And we follow the dream. The drum sullen and blunt. Sounds. Dull thuds as if drifting heartbeats. One to Another. What we had was supposed to be inviolate. a me. What he has is eternal. The byplay of Greek Gog's Dionysus, some said. It is there if you look in the plains where move the scattered earth, are many. Drugonta, Baku, blue, almost blue. It is now the hills almost appear, water reflects sky, sky pressures, presses interior, releasing the rain. Niju, we have faded, extinction, annihilation, Nithi, and we shall do so again. Continuous connections We shall not look for him again Our red earth and clay Is sovereign We answer the calls Of another people The dreamers Where bleed Where blood fell here First without doubt Beyond reason And we shall honor that call, pombi We are called, therefore we are going, Wetroninda. We see you, our loved ones, by divine sight. Scarified, we shall not return this way, by shadow and decree, we shall enter from the west. Getake. Satins be damned, we chose our means we choose suede and brain-tanned leather the patent process of grace clothes of the day other weaves do not befit us we shall discover our own ways of adaptation the weft and weave of cotton apace and the other dreams, self-mutations of creation, you which we give thanks for, the favor shown us. We shall reclaim our drowning earth. We shall relive her ways of peace, peaceful dreams of beginnings, Is all we need. We are the ghost road born, and we are walking our way home. Wow, that was
1: incredibly intense, Soldier Blue. That was phenomenal.
9: No, thank you. I was looking at my uh, Lost Wilderness uh, book of uh, poetry by uh, Jim Morrison, which is where. A lot of that was inspired from.
1: Like I can see that. I can I can feel that flavor in it. Good job. Soldier blue, blue.
9: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so All right, my love. It.
1: Tell everyone how they can find you.
9: Yeah. Yeah. You can find me on. Uh, on Facebook under Rafe Wild and underneath that in parentheses it says Soldier Blue and that's where my page is at. And, uh, actually I'm still, you know, I'm still doing my writing and all and I'm fixing to do some more recordings on my, uh, on my podcast give it a few more or put in a few more relevant, uh, works in terms of just observations of the day, I guess. And, uh, Right now, that's pretty much it. I'm working on some other things, but nothing has really coalesced yet, so we'll see where what happens next, basically.
1: Awesome. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much, and we will talk to you again next week, okay?
9: Uh, will do I will That's how I so confident,
1: confidently say that.
9: <laughs> I'll do my best.
1: <laughs> All right, love. We'll talk to you soon, hon.
9: All right. Thank you, Nyla. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
1: All righty. Our next caller comes from area code to, I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers, 219-807-216. All right. 219, you are on the air.
6: Hey, Nyla, how you doing? This is Brother O from Indiana.
1: My Brother O, I am doing well. It is great to have you here, sweetheart. Thank you. So, what is going on with you? What did you bring us tonight?
6: As a uh, Paul College, it was well worth the wait. Okay. Seventeen now, yeah. Anything worth having is well worth waiting for. Now, dear brothers and sisters, we all have to go through seasons where we must wait on God to answer our prayer requests. Maybe you were up for a job promotion. However, for, for some inexplicable reason you got passed on in favor of someone with less experience of your qualifications. Maybe you're waiting on words when you got hired for the job at the all the cases that you put in and sending hundreds of resumes only to have emails rejection sent to you. Maybe you're waiting on a major financial breakthrough like a settlement, a judgment, winning the lottery. Maybe you're waiting on that car loan, that small business loan, or that home or apartment to get approved on after your credit rating led you to getting turned down numerous times. Or maybe you're waiting on your big break, you're watching your fellow artists get national exposure, name recognition, traveling around the country, performing poetry, playing instruments, singing, performing comedy, performing hip-hop and rap, and acting in plays. While you waiting the wings, wondering when your turn is going to come. And nothing seems to be going right in your favor. And it seems like things not going to turn the corner. They be waiting for your king and queen. While well, all your friends are either in relationships with gays and Mary, You wonder why you're still single. Because so God still hasn't opened that door for you to meet Miss or Mrs. Wright. It's simply for you that you're still praying for to write. My dear brothers and sisters, I came all the way from East Chicago, Indiana to remind you. God has not forgotten about you, nor is he ignoring you. He's preparing you for your season to prosper. The trouble is, most of us don't like waiting on anything. I can truly attest to this fact. Most of us lose our patience while waiting on our blessings to manifest. I'm a living witness to this statement, too. Most of us believe that we are being delayed on purpose while in our waiting season. I said this. A million times before. We often complain about why our friends, relatives, and acquaintances are receiving their blessings before us. I even foolishly once declared that God put me last on his list intentionally. My dear brothers and sisters, God puts us in waiting seasons to test our patience and resistance while everyone else is prospering in their seasons. But let me remind you of something. What he has for you is nothing compared to what you have prayed for in advance. See, God has a blessings blessing with your name on it, it's like a special package is waiting to be delivered to your front door. And When he feels that you are capable of handling them, then you'll receive them. Like good old-fashioned home-cooked Sunday dinner, it'll be well worth the wait in porn.
1: That was phenomenal, my love.
6: Thank you, Nava.
1: You are very, very welcome. Always such powerful messages in your work. Always such personal conviction. Just incredible.
6: Thank you. Incredible. Incredible.
1: So do me a favor, love. Tell everyone how they can find you.
6: Uh, to those of you who are not connected with me on on social media, I can be found on Facebook under the name of my brother Gardner. I have uh, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. You got a lot of good things going on. You check out my page. You check out my poetry, original quotes, and. Uh, as always, I truly appreciate your support every week here at the Easy Speakeasy Cafe.
1: Oh, appreciate you so much. Appreciate you being a part of our fam- family, Brother O. Brother for sure.
6: Thank you. Thank you, Nala. I'll be back next week.
1: All right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon, hon.
6: Okay. Take care.
1: Awesome. That was Mr. Brother O. Next caller is 807 807- followed by 216, followed by 832. Let's go ahead and bring on 807. 807, you're on the air.
10: Hello, Nile. I'll tell you, it's uh, a little cramped and dark in this closet, but I do appreciate the water dish.
1: <laughs> 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 uh,
0: I
10: knew that would you make know, you laugh. You know,
1: there are worse things in the world than being duct taped in my closet, trust me.
10: I, I trust you on that. Trust me. <laughs> There's all kinds of really cool
1: things in there to keep you company up. I mean at least yeah. at least a couple dozen skeletons for sure.
10: <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so how you been doing, so I Robbie? A... Have
1: not talked to you in a while. I know that you've been taking a break from BTR and going out and doing things and and plugging in and, and re energizing and it's just it's good to hear from you. We've missed you.
10: Oh, thank you. I, I'm uh, busy working, which is a nice thing to be able to say. Uh, I don't have too many shifts, but uh, uh, but when I do work, I, I work hard, and it's it's pretty it's really consistent. And um, I've been focusing more on uh, the photography as opposed to the writing, partly because I've written so much that you know you just get uh, you just get fuel for one muse naturally, and the other expires for a while, but when you have as many interests as I do, it's, it's really not a problem because you know, when you're tired of the photography a little bit, then you just switch back to poetry or I could switch to music. So there's always something to to occupy me. Uh, but I have a poem here called outside the box. And this is actually prompted by, uh, what you were talking about uh, today and what you uh, usually talk about on the shows, because you know, you're saying it's good to be outside the box in that sometimes. And, uh, I've been thinking about this uh, ever since my dad got sick. Uh, And uh, I've been living outside the box for so damn long now that uh, I'd like to actually be inside the box again for a little while. And, you know, when things change like that, sometimes it gets to a point where it actually starts to do harm, you know, when you're in that other state. Because I've had to press forward and put my best foot forward for my dad. And now with COVID, I have to, you know, be ever vigilant and all that. I mean, it's just bloody exhausting, you know, to do that for, like, three years, to just be always vigilant and aware and alert and having to, you know, put your best foot forward and watch what you do. And it's. I'd like to get to a point, especially after COVID, finally, and that I can just – I want to just be, you know. I just want to be Robbie and just – just be for a while I would, I would love I, I would love that, that. totally, <laughs> yeah yeah, and it it's really it's really a strong quite a f- profound not even strong, but a profound feeling for me, so anyways, uh this is something I wrote just like five minutes before the show, um, when I was thinking of what you said and, and of and of all that, so here we go, outside the box, I've lived outside the box, check the check marks check the tick marks and fold, lived from A to B to C and back again. From Z to Y, I feel myself grow. But as time draws on, I feel the balance of personal growth grow tilted, a desire for it to be stilted for just a little while. I have lived outside that box now for so damn long that I feel that I may never remember what it's like to live inside the box again. I'd love to get that feeling back again, that feeling of just being from day to day to day, just going along my way from hour to hour. My mind now scours the details in madness, alert and vigilant to every threat, to every problem that comes along my way. And it wearies me so, down to the very marrow of my soul, that feeling of hypervigilance that wearies me so that grinds like gears in my mind, ever turning and turning as thoughts simply go and go and go. I'd love to live inside the box again, feel settled in my own soul, for I've paid my debts in full and more, and now I wish to live in a more relaxed and peaceful state as I listen in my soul to a beautiful musical score. And that is Outside the Box inspired by by uh some of your own musings.
1: <laughs> well, I think it was phenomenal and I have missed you dearly and I am so glad you decided to be here tonight. I cannot even tell
2: you.
10: You know, sometimes you take a break but you you always like you say you always eventually come back and and uh I mentioned uh I mentioned elsewhere that I was uh I was uh gonna read, so there might be one or two more people listening and uh, I just wanted to say noir uh hello to Noir from the poet emeritus. <laughs> it's nice to see uh the similar faces that you you get along along with so well you know when they pop up in the chat and and that's mm-hmm. so. <laughs> uh I've been been definitely redeeming my Poet Emeritus coupons. That's for damn sure. (laughs) During this time, you need all the help you can get.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is very true. Mm
10: -hmm.
1: All right, my darling, tell everyone how they can find Mm you. Uh,
10: Well, you can find me under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry on Facebook, and if you look that up, you'll see it, uh, it should pop up on Instagram as well. Uh, I have two Instagram accounts, and under the Robbie's Multimedia Poetry bio, you'll see the link to my other account, and, and I'm on SoundCloud under that name as well. So, yeah, I'm I'm all over the place <laughs> <laughs> with many things. we are going to have awesome. to make that closet bigger, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have very big closets. So it'll work. It'll be cool. We can handle it. <laughs> All right, Robbie, thank you, my okay. darling. Appreciate you so much.
10: You bet. Mm, All right.
5: I
1: appreciate you. Bye-bye, bye, hon. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Robbie, baby, so good to hear from Robbie. All right, our next caller is area code 216216.
11: You're on the air. Hey, love.
1: Mama, my darling, how are you, my love?
4: Um, just going through my poetry so I can find out. What I wanted to read And it's the first time I'm using My Bluetooth And speaking through it So how do I sound?
1: You cut out that last little bit Did you say how do I I sound?
4: It's it's my first time using a Bluetooth (laughs) I wanted to know How do I sound?
1: You sound You sound okay as long as you don't let your voice Trail off lower this is my first so, time, so, yeah, okay, if you, is that just, Yeah, anyway. just, keep, you know, keep your voice loud and you're good. I can hear you well.
4: Well, I'm going to turn it up. Let me see.
1: Are you there, Mama? Mama? we lose Mama.
4: Let's see if we can get Mama back. Mama, are you with us? Yeah, can you hear me now? The Bluetooth cut us off. Okay, yeah, I can hear
1: you now. You're back.
4: Well, I tried to use my new Bluetooth on my new phone, and now I'm upset, so... I couldn't even. I don't even know what I'm doing. I just. All I did was try to turn it up, and they cut us off. So I'm going to read. I'm afraid. Uh, <clears throat> this is Vicky Aqua on Facebook. Mama Oladeji uh, Nyla, and the rest of my children, my poetic children. <clears throat> and the name of the piece is called I'm, called "I'm Afraid." And the piece after that is called "She Asked Me Who I Am." Do you want me to, to, to Read in between and give you a chance To comment Or do you want me To read both of them um,
1: Well we've got time You can stop If you'd like And we can discuss Each one
4: Okay The so first I'm going to read um, It's called Afraid I am afraid I am afraid Afraid of Driving while black Afraid of shopping while black. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of jogging, walking, shopping, and freeway driving. Freeway driving. Horns blowing and people walking up close to me. I'm afraid of those things. I'm afraid of elevators and GMOs and Chinese food, and I'm afraid of water. And I am very afraid of flying. I'm not scared anymore of dying, yet afraid of getting ill. I'm afraid of bacteria and hormone loss, afraid of being unattractive and poor and old, I'm afraid there'll be no one left to come to my memorial. Afraid of the tortures of longevity. Afraid everyone you know will be gone. Afraid of memory loss, like my mother. Afraid, afraid it might rain too long, or that my plants may die like they did before. I'm afraid to breathe bad air, afraid of being attacked by some wacky quack, afraid of intaking too much radiation, or getting nuked on, or forced vaccinations, and the children, 2,000 a day missing, I'm afraid to mention travel bans and men armed or unarmed, racism and normal things like snakes, alligators, and bugs. I'm afraid of bridges collapsing, potholes in sinkholes, and leaders who display lack, and I wonder why the Creator made people, people like that. Why he made people to come in all shades in between black and white and white and black, and I'm afraid that I'm afraid of being afraid of climate change and ordinary things like floods and tornadoes and earthquakes and hurricanes. Most of all, I am afraid of being gullible, and I'm afraid of naive people. I'm afraid of religious fanatics, and warmongers and people who have sensory perception but have no God conscious, no morals, no integrity. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of people who have not a song nor poetry. Afraid of living in a society that lacks quality and the elements that makes this gift called life enjoyable. Making our last days on planet Earth frightening and deplorable, horrible. And I'm afraid. I'm too afraid. I'm afraid A plain old being vulnerable and peace.
1: Afraid of being vulnerable? You know, it's scary. Think about, Mama, think about some of the things you've been afraid of in life, how they've changed, the things you were afraid of when you were a kid, the things you were afraid of in grade school, the things you were afraid of in high school, you know, as a young woman, as a wife, as a mother. You know, think about all of the things that you've been afraid of in life. It would be kind of cool to start a list of what those things were.
4: i named enough of them, I think, well, because, as you get older, you get more vulnerable, and mm-hmm. where I could defend myself before. Uh, so the second piece I'm going to read might kind of answer some of those questions, because it says uh, she asked me who I am, <clears throat> and I think that at this point when I wrote this, I was writing about the person that wasn't so afraid, but maybe wasn't I mean, still had some fears, but wasn't so much afraid of everything like I am now. So the name of this piece is called um, <clears throat> He Asked Me Who I Am. I am always redefining myself. I am not who I thought I was. Every time I lose someone I find I have lost a piece of myself I was light years ahead of most of my peers now it appears that time has stood still I who have seen, done knew and forgotten more than I can describe seen that I have been launched into a dimension of time, into a dimension that disallows me to see clearly, though offers me no answers. My loved ones and my equals are transitioning faster than I can blink, faster than I can think. And those who define me are no more. And the few left that know the core of me are also preparing to leave. This person that I am is complex. My earthly worth is no longer important. For I have done nothing great. I stay grounded. I stay rooted as a spiritual being in a human body as a mother, a grandmother, a friend to many, a confidant to some, a provider and a teacher and a comforter to others. I am a solid institution within myself. Somehow, I would show up where I was needed. I covered my many flaws with the understanding that if I exposed my shortcomings and Help whoever was put in my path that I could save people from making the same mistake. What was learned was that people would rather make their own mistakes than land on me. In this board game called life, I was too harsh on some, too rigid with others and too lenient. ...when a firm hand was needed. I am that bad example. I am the one whose tolerance card was always full... ...and after your five minutes was up, I would move on. I am the messenger that was killed. I am the bitter sister, the unforgiving daughter... ...the scolding woman I loved... Most people from a distance, never allowing anyone to get too close. So who am I? I am the termagant, the impatient one, the rough draft that never finished, the unpolished diamond, the cleverest socks in the pack, the sharpest knife in the drawer. I am the spiritual one. Doing time on physical plane, I am the halfway marker. I am that multifaceted, never vain. Too sane to be crazy, but crazy like a fox, I'm that one. I know things not always best at expressing, so I give you that look and think bad about you. Yeah, this is who I am. I'm sugar-coated and real, unpretentious, a non-believer in BS. I do not believe that fat meat is greasy. I only know what I know. You must show me love, not just tell me. I am that person that's been caught in human traps, been kidnapped, raped, and slapped. I've been accused, abused, beaten down by trusted by the trusted hands of man, let down by friends that stuck around to see what they could get when I hit the ground, but then again, I've been protected by true friends who were my angels, and they never went too far away when I throw my tantrums or give out a tongue bashing or a character bashing but when I love, when I love, it's like being hit by a love train. I love hard. It's like being hit by a ton of bricks. Friends, some have stood by me, love me in spite of myself. In fact, the truth be told, if anyone else had acted the way I act, sometimes they would have seen my back. So even though my mama never pampered me, I have been pampered and catered to as if I were a queen. So someone always took up the slack, rather got me back on track. So who am I? I am the sum of all. I am the product of everything mentioned. The child of a pimp, the daughter of a resentful mother, the strong sister of a sister who resisted my love, another spoiled baby sister, and a spoiled baby brother that was murdered or loved to death, if there be such a thing. Don't leave me, she said, as she stabbed him repeatedly. I know he looked confused before he died. He wasn't trying to leave her. In peace
11: Wow That one
1: gets into your gut And just sits there That was powerful mama You should record that one for me
4: Would you? I don't think I would even want to listen to it over and over But if you want me to I would try it I, I don't even know right now I don't even know right now At this rate. I just wanted to share it with you on this program, and uh, if you want to record it or whatever. I thought it was incredible. Big hugs to you, and I love you so much, by the way, just
1: in case you wanted to wonder. What's
4: that? I know you do, and I love you back. That's why I wanted to do that particular piece here on uh, the Sneak Easy Cafe. Because, like I said, if you want to do something with it later, you can. If not, I mean, it'll be there, you know.
1: Okay. All right, sweetheart, I will talk to you next week and love you so much. Thank
4: you. Have a good trip. And you don't ever have to worry about bringing home any rocks, because if you bring me home a rock, I'm going to make you a necklace out of it. Uh,
1: You know what? That's right. You were supposed to remind me. (laughs) I have some gold ore for you. Remember? I told you I'd bring
4: you some. Well, yeah, but you didn't mail it to me. And I'm steady working over here making jewelry, whatever you want to send me. I don't care if it's just a rock that you like. I'm gonna make you a necklace out of it. But if okay. you send me a pet rock, send me a pet rock or a gold or whatever. I'm gonna work it. Cause I'm getting ready <laughs> to. I'm getting ready to get pull all my stuff back out because I just got so much stuff here. And the bad part about it, and is I kept saying. I'm going to wait till I get old so I have something to do with my old age. And, like, now I'm old and I got, like, all this stuff here.
1: You know, we all say that. But now that I'm getting older, I'm, like, rushing to do all the things I said I was going to do in my 20s and didn't do.
4: Right? Yeah, I mean, I got all these rocks and beads and all this beads and amber and all this stuff here. And, you know, now the coronavirus and Trump messing with the mail, I can't even mail it out. It's just bad. I mean, I'm just, like, overwhelmed with hoarding all these beads I'm saving for my old age. And, you know, now I'm, I got, like, billions of beads and, and uh, only a little bit of time left. <laughs> mm-hmm. So It's like, it's crazy. So you make sure you send me this stuff this time on the snail mail or wherever you're going to send it. You know, I'll send you my address because I'm going to make something for you before I leave this planet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Shoot me over. Shoot me a message, and I will. I will put together a little treasure box for
4: you. And send the address because I already got stuff that I made up for you. Just like I said, I just didn't send it because I wanted to see what kind of rocks and stuff you were bringing back. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I will do that for sure. I'll you later. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks, hon. All right. <laughs> Our next caller. Don. 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 Comes from area code 984, and we just—you guys were having some issues with the phone lines. I just had like uh, nine callers drop, and I had some people just listening, and they're gone. Everything just kind of hiccuped. Um, so if you're trying to call in. And you're not able to get called in if you're hearing a fast busy signal, whatever. Just keep trying, please. It'll let you on eventually. So uh, the number six four six five nine five three nine six five is the number you should be trying to call in on. So if you're getting that fast busy, just keep trying. All right, and uh, we'll see if we can get this fixed up. So let's see if I can still get. Did we have nine o three on already? Everything is mixed up. I'm gonna check real quick. Nine oh three, have you been on?
8: No, 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 I no, haven't. No.
1: You have not. Okay. Welcome to the what? show.
8: Thank you.
1: Good How are you doing? I I'm doing really well, but you sound so far off and garbled and like a munchkin. I can hardly understand <laughs> what you're saying.
8: Uh,
1: sounds like Eric, but I can't be sure.
12: All right, hang on a second. It is Eric. Yep, I'm back. Sorry. I had uh, headphones on with the speaker, and apparently it wasn't getting it. So, can you hear me?
1: I can hear you, yes.
12: Okay. All righty. Well, I got so a phone. how are you doing, wrote- Eric? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Nyla?
1: I'm doing wonderful. Everything going well in your neck of the woods?
12: Uh, yeah. The Most part, yeah. And like I said, I don't know. Oh, I think I did. I think I read last time that, uh, my poem about my second cousin, he just died, like, three or four weeks ago, so.
13: Yeah.
12: But I actually added on to it. Um, I didn't know his full name, so. But, uh, Anyways, I'm doing all right, besides that, and I had some uh, headphones on that have the speaker, and uh, apparently they aren't as loud as I thought they were, so, but anyways, I got, I wrote this last week, um, well, hang on a second, I'm trying to figure out what the hell happened, I just had them. A... all right, hang on, okay, anyways, I wrote this last week, and I didn't get a chance to get on the show. Sorry about that. And uh this one is called Can You Dig Her. And I sent it to you already too. I don't know if you got it. But uh anyways, so you ready? I am ready. All right. Can you dig her? Can you dig her original orchestrated rhythms and rhymes? Can you dig her? harmoniously harvested melodies? Can you dig her stupendously performed spoken words? Can you dig her thought-provoking and mind, mind-blowing mind meanings? Can you dig her passion and devotion towards archaeology and paleontology? Can you dig her love and giddiness she feels while excavating artifacts, bones, and fossils? Can you dig her willingness to help other poets and writers out by having had an online open mic night for the past 14 years? Can you dig her demeanor of kindness, caring, giving, completely unbiased interpretations of those readers on her broadcast? Can you dig her supporting others like herself out of the kindness of her heart? Can you dig all of her creations, not just her writings and spoken words like her wonderful custom-made costumes can you dig her listening to and thoroughly enjoying her favorite songs oh hang on sorry it went up can you dig her not ever thinking about being a creator is a race nor a competition with all other creators can you dig her happiness whenever someone actually listens to her and mentions it to her can you dig her being one with nature and the universe? Can you dig her can, oh miss. can you dig her being a single mother? Can you dig her being an extremely smart, strong, brave and independent woman? Can you dig her inspiration comes in from anywhere and everywhere and at any given time? Can you dig her thoughts, beliefs, and ideologies on life? Can you dig her or can you dig everything? about her strengths and weaknesses, perfections and imperfections. Can you dig her, can you dig her name? Is the only, is the one and only, sorry, messed up. Can you dig her name? Is the one and only wonderful, beautiful, and truly talented Nyla Alicia. That's in peace.
0: You made me cry.
12: Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I've been meaning to write you a poem called "Can You Dig It" because you like archaeology and paleontology.
6: So.
0: You know what's the the best thing about that piece? What's that? About you reading that is, you know, I I love you so much, and we've been friends for so long, and you know, the things that you put in that poem. There were things in. I mean it. It shows me that I don't know why it should surprise me, but it there's so many things in there that you had that you wouldn't know unless you paid attention
12: right that's right, and you're welcome,
0: and it just it just it kind of really took me by surprise all the details you know that that you wouldn't know unless you were listening to me or unless you paid were paying attention to things that I did. And that just really meant a lot. That touched me very much. Thank you.
12: You're welcome. And I if you want, it. later on, I'll put it on my YouTube channel and send you the video.
0: I would love that. So you can have so the much.
12: audio if you want to strip it out, uh, strip it off. Or you can just listen to me. I would love that. So, awesome. I'm really glad you liked it. Uh, I read it to my mom before I got on the show. And she was like, oh, that's sweet. So, about it did. seven or eight caught people caught me totally I by you.
1: surprise.
12: It too, yeah. Well, I was trying to surprise you. Good. <laughs> so, well, made I me succeeded. cry those
1: girly tears.
12: <laughs> uh oh, that's not good. No. no, it
1: was very
0: good. <laughs>
12: well, thank you so much. You're welcome. And I sent you that in a message too. Um, on Facebook and also. Uh, on your page and tagged you, too. So I don't know I if you got it not yet or not. Seen it.
1: So <laughs> um, looks like you sent no. it on okay. Sunday, and I haven't. Today's the first day I've been on. I've usually I okay. only jump on the computer on sun, on Thursdays. Wednesdays or Thursdays. Okay. So I see it All on right, there. I see cool. it. I'm glad. That, I'm yeah. really glad that I did not see it before.
12: Right. Or it, it wouldn't have it's hit me like a it surprise. did tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah i'm really right. I'm really glad that I didn't
12: <laughs> yeah and I also talked to my nephew and well, actually, I haven't talked to him yet, but I'm gonna try to get him on next week. I was busy last week, so I didn't get a chance to get on, but I'll try to be on when I can so but uh I got um one more, if that's cool, of course. you got yeah. enough uh time on the phone lines, mm-hmm. good. Not too many. Okay, cool. Well, I'm really glad you liked my poem. And uh, I made you cry girly girly tears. But I just figured you wanted, you know, like I said, I was going to remember when we used to talk about uh, me making you a bumper sticker that said, Can you dig her? Or can you dig Mm -hmm.
8: it? And then Mm it
12: would have a a, um, sledgehammer and a pickaxe so Mm -hmm. you could excavate. Yeah. So I decided to express it in a poem and it took a little while to write it too, but a lot of people like it. And one dude said he felt every word and said it was lyrical. So I was like, wow, that's cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so and it wasn't too listy. So, all right, this yeah, one's it's called awesome. it's Halloween night. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it was, uh, but yeah, I figured I'd do that and give you a dedication. So, but yeah, I can do the right. I can, I'm going to do the video tomorrow. So, but uh, this one's called It's Halloween Night, and it's my newest Halloween poem. So, I don't <laughs> okay. know if you read it on Facebook yet or not, but. All right, hang on one second. All right. <laughs> okay, what? Hang on, my sweat is getting in my way. <laughs> okay, here we go. Alright It's Halloween night Spooky boos, creepy coos, tricky tricky treats, sugary sweets, spine chilling thrills, spell binding spills, blood curdling screams, nightmarish dreams, gruesome gores, haunted lores, misty midnights, foggy twilights, apparitions cackle, yiping jackals, bizarre beasts, macabre feasts. Phantoms, screech, phantasms, breach, scarecrows, shock, spirits, gawk, supernatural, superstitions, terrify, missions, autumn, death, ancestral worship, black cats, rats, and bats roam around freely, haunted houses, hayrides, rouse, vaunted, death, darkness, devils, harkness, wicked werewolves, howls, growls, dreadful demons disguised as seamen, uh, jack o shine, bills, thinness, entwines. Frightful fairies of flutter, clutter, stutters. Ghastly, goalie, ghostly, grisly goblins, mischievously frequenting cer- uh, cemeteries, tormenting graves, tomb, to- tombstones, cadavers, corpses, remains, impish behavior, witches, warlocks, spellcrafty wizardry. Like, everything that goes bump in the night are those freaky freaks. That's (laughs) in peace.
1: I love it. I love it. Of course, you know, I kind of like the the macabre, but, yeah. You're you're definitely going to have to reread that on our Halloween show.
12: Yeah, I will. I got a whole bunch, too. There you go. Michael. Oh, I'm on. Yeah. All right, baby, give me a favor. uh, Go ahead. I was going to say,
1: make sure that everybody knows how they can come find you and give you hugs.
12: All right. I'm on Facebook. It's Eric Shellman. Just made a brand new one because I got hacked on, on my previous one. Um, you can find me on there. I've been posting my poems uh, on there. You can find me on YouTube. It's Eric Shellman. Uh Got about 39 poems on there, and I'll be doing more, too. <laughs> um, you can find me at my blog. Hang on. Let me... Let me pull it up real quick. I got it. Available, hang on. Yeah, okay. Alright, my blog is H T T P S colon slash slash www.blogger.com blogger com slash blog slash post slash two five five nine seven 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 zero six. Four six two one two eight eight nine five question mark H L equal sign E N that's that's where you can find me on my blog and I'm on Twitter and it's uh, at showman E I believe so that's that's really where I am so.
1: Perfect, perfect. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much for that beautiful poem. I appreciate you so much. And that meant the world. Oh,
12: you're welcome. You're really welcome. I'm glad it did. That's what I was trying <laughs> to convey. <laughs> so, uh, thanks so much for having the platform and the show. And I will eventually, I'm going to have to rewrite it because I lost it. But, you know, I've written a couple of anniversary poems to your show, too. I don't know if I ever got a chance to read them on there. So I will one day, I promise. I just got to do it. I just got to write it again. So. But thanks so much for having me. I'm going to let the next poet jump up. So, Thank you I'll so much, you sweetheart. Week. You're welcome.
1: All right. Hon. Really glad we'll you talk liked this stuff. soon. So. I loved it so much. All right. So much.
12: You're you're welcome. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye, hun. Have a great right. one. Bye. Oh
1: my gosh, that got me. Okay, I'm going to check with area code 832. 832, have you been on, honey?
6: Who is that, me?
1: <gasps> yes, it's you.
14: Congratulations on having a poem. Uh, I, I can hear the emotion in your voice, so hey,
15: congratulations. You made
1: me cry. <laughs>
15: That's not always a bad uh, thing. That's a good thing. I know.
14: Oh, uh, good to hear, Mamo. Good to hear, Robert Davies. And uh, good to hear the giggles port. I don't know her name, but uh, <laughs> tell her if you get a chance that uh, all she has to do is go to uh, Google Play and, and just get any um, recording device that has an MP3 uh, format on there, and she can. Uh, Record stuff to N3P uh, Load it up on uh, SoundCloud Or load it up on on your site Whatever she wants to do She doesn't have to have A a computer and all that stuff She can do it off the phone I've done it before (sighs) (laughs) You're still emotional Great
1: I am. I was trying I was trying to be all calm and cool and collect and talk, but I just thought Ooh, that was really sweet. Yeah, it's
14: so he good he to taught, hear from you, he, love. He, he, he knows you all very well because he, he did a whole lot of things that uh, that uh, hit, hit home, I
1: guess, for you. So that was great. Okay. Well, you I know, it, it's wanted. like the, a poet earlier was talking about, you know, the, people i'm not the person people see they don't really see me you know and and it's nice when i think it surprised me because he had things in there that aren't common knowledge that just slipped out here there and so it just kind of you know i don't know it made me feel good that that i don't know i can't explain i can't explain it i'm a freaking writer don't ask me to use my words
14: I, I think you've been around for fourteen years. The people that know and love you have they pick up stuff, and they want to show their <laughs> appreciation to you. They want to show their appreciation, and 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 you don't realize what you mean to a lot of people. So that's a good thing, or a bad thing, I don't know. What, it, what, <laughs> what are you going to say? But but it, well, it's a good thing that 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 you're 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 known and loved and stuff like that. That's great. That's great. So I'll do a short piece and I'll get out your way. Uh, this piece is called Effort. I wrote it a long time ago. Effort. All things take, said the lazy man, an effort to love, an effort to work, an effort to do good or just do dirt. Most folks take the path of least, Father, throw away the trash, don't leave it to another, the ones I look up to, those that make an effort to love, that throw away the things that don't matter, for this life is filled with effortless folks that drag through existence, minimum effort, minimum strokes, say all things in life are free. Or say all things in life are blank The homeless man can't see A single mother, he said it can be I say really, back when troubles pile up Put space between one worry and another Fill it with a good thing Like love or some other And building that space is the best thing A good thing to show all doubters your house of love and good stuff or be tall and strong to live in when troubles pile on keep you from harm. All those all this was built from moments that were free. The effort it took was an effort. You see. Thanks for listening.
1: That was incredible, my darling.
14: All right, now now you know a lot of people care about you, girl. What what you doing for fourteen years? You piled up all that stuff. You piled it up. It's piled up. <laughs>
1: That's funny. <sighs> you know, it, and it's it's cool. It's it. I mean, it all makes me think sometimes. You just we we forget things, you know. And I think about. I mean, you're here reading. Do you realize that I knew you before I ever started this show? That I heard you reading at open mics before I ever started doing this open mic.
6: Wow. Okay.
1: Did wow. you know that?
6: No, don't be trying to
14: surprise me. That's your surprise. You get to surprise today, not me. Don't don't be trying to give me <laughs> no surprise.
1: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, just so you know, do you know what I have sitting in front of me right now? What's that? Oh, uh, cookie. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Yummy, yummy pizza, oh. just so you know. Oh, man. I man. carried it into my office and sat it down on my desk today. I was smiling ear to ear and thinking of you.
14: Oh, Sausage, pepperoni, vegetables, what you got on there?
1: Uh, It's just pepperoni, which is not my favorite uh-huh. pizza at all, but pepperoni.
14: Okay. Okay, it's not a supreme with everything on there, pal, on there. Okay. Hey, pepperoni is good, the pepperoni and cheese and, and tomato sauce, yeah, that's Do good. you know when
1: I order a pizza, I order a pizza and I order with no sauce, extra cheese and anchovies, black olives sometimes. Maybe mm. Mm. artichoke hearts if they have them or spinach thrown on there, mm-hmm. but definitely Some anchovies, man. no sauce, Some extra man. cheese. Ah. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I like weird pizza mm.
14: Mm. But no pineapple. Don't uh, don't tell me pine I like
1: pineapple. I like pineapple. I like pineapple. But only if I have don't ham on it. So I don't do that often.
14: Okay, that that's a Hawaiian pizza. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I got you know
1: sometimes sometimes you feel like it nut sometimes you don't.
14: <laughs> that's right. But so when you got a taste for something, you you go for it. That's what that's what you got to do. What you have to do <laughs>
2: That's
14: Well funny. My name is uh, C-B-S-E-A-B-E On Facebook You can find me And, and know And no, Nyla That you are loved So hey, there you go
1: Thank you sweetheart I appreciate you so much
14: Alright You take care of yourself Have fun
1: I will We'll talk to you soon Hon All right. Bye. Bye. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code. Uh Uh-oh. Where does it come from? I'm all mixed up now. I think 984. I thought that was 984 you read, right? Nope. Hello? Hello? Have you read? Hi.
16: Oh,
1: nope, you've not oh, read. Hi.
16: Good? I'm good. Can good you to hear, me? hear
1: from me, my dear? I can hear you.
16: Yeah. I was like wondering, how the hell can I get on first after I dialed in like two hours later? And then you went, oh, my board's all fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> How wish they charge you a year for this, this show now.
1: Um, it is. Oh, I forget twenty four hundred for three hours.
16: Are you serious? Yeah. Remember back in the day when it was free?
1: Yeah, you could do a half hour show or something like that. No, for you free.
16: could do like a two hour show for free. Back when I was on with Ten K Poets. I mean, it was two hours, and then you could go with another 30 minutes overtime uh, into what they called overtime, and it was all free. But well, you were, so on, you
1: were hosting on Blog Talk before I was, weren't you?
16: Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah,
1: so by the time I started, I think that it was only free for, it wasn't even free for a half a year before they changed it to a paid thing. Dang. When I started
16: $2,400 for three hours a week.
1: Yeah, it went up. It it used to be a thousand dollars. And this year it went up to 24.
16: Well, back in the day hours. when I, well, back in the day when we were doing our thing, um, and I have to include our, because, you know, I wasn't the only recipient of, you know, all that measure, but, um, uh, Block Talk Radio was owned by the CIA, you know, or the NSA, one of the two. And uh uh it was a very, very uh, nondescript disclosure that you you had to kinda of do your research to find out who actually owned Block Talk Radio, but uh it was owned out of uh out of Virginia, um, in the comic sure of the CIA or the NSA the 2 I'm not sure but I probably am sure I just don't want to admit it, you know, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, yeah, and there were so many technical fuck ups back in those days, you know, I can't wait till they show up with something that, you know, is like free, free indemnity of anything, you know, where there's no censorship, you can do anything you want to, and, you know, and you'll have to pay for it, you know, I'm all about free. Seriously, I think everything should be free. <laughs> I know that it sounds fucking wicked, you know, like, oh, he's an anarchist. He's a socialist. I'm not any of those. I'm an anarchist when it comes to government. I'm a socialist when it comes to, like, paying for things that you should be, that you should have, like, uh, just remedial things, you know, like free health care and free education. And if you join the military, you should get a house for free for the rest of your life, you know. Um, whether it's wartime or not, but you know, I've got ideas that most people wouldn't amend to, and I really don't give a fuck. But uh, at any rate, I like that girly poem. <laughs> that was that was an incredible piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe you got me. You got girly chairs, huh? Yeah, dang it. I bet you, I bet you were reaching her napkins left and right, huh? <laughs>
1: you know everyone's supposed to think I'm tough, right? Yeah, it didn't work.
16: I always knew you weren't tough. I mean, you come across like that sometimes, but you yeah, deep down in your soul, you're still a girl. <laughs> and that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, that's true. I love being a girl. Yeah. Absolutely love being a girl. I think that that a woman's power comes from her femininity. And it's not yeah, a
16: weapon absolutely. but it is a power. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why it found that men really can't be girls because they're not really feminine. You know what I mean? I mean and I got I got no problem with feminine men. I, I seriously don't. But you know, if you act like a girl it doesn't make you a girl, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like uh, and I got I've got a bunch of gay friends. I mean I and I love the fuck out of them. One of them one of my best friends, I was just talking to a, a friend of mine tonight, and I said, you know, one of my best friends ever was when I was living in Dallas, and uh, she was gay as fuck, but, and he just came out and said, you know, I'm gay, and I'm like, okay, well, I get that, you know, but we would just hang out every day together and just fucking do dude shit, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, we'd go gamble and, you know, just, I mean, but, I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter what a, what a, what affection you come from as long as it's real inside of you, you know. And I love girl girlies. I love women that just know how to be a girl, you know what I'm saying.
8: Mm-hmm.
16: But at the same time, I love strong women, you know, women that can stand up for themselves and, you know, won't take a beat down and, you know, Know when to leave, you know, that kind of shit, you know.
1: Know <laughs> when
0: to leave, I love
16: it.
1: <laughs>
16: no slippers left behind on this page.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, Annie, what's going on spots. with you?
16: I got a few spots. I leave junk in, in case I need it someday. The rest of everything, I don't need it. Never have. Can't remember when I ever slept in a crib. All those memories get retold in my venture and my many departures. I've left treasure behind, so some needy soul might come along find them in the most inconspicuous place. I got a depot presiding in my heart of mind. I don't want anyone to know in case, well, in case they might want to make it difficult on you and me. After all these years, I'm realizing I'm not really part of this world. I got an eight ball. I shake it. It answers. It gives drifts. to AMSR it speaks directly to me. I got a few spots, rather evidence of myself, but the one spot I have, the one I have with you, it's called spots in my neighborhood still.
1: Phenomenal.
16: I'll
1: leave you to that. Absolutely phenomenal, honey.
16: I appreciate that. All right, so you're let welcome. Me get-
1: just, just as you just as you finished blog talks, customer service popped up a message and it made my brain go blank. Sorry, that was not huh. intended for you. <laughs> what
16: would they say?
1: Huh? Just wanted to know if I had more lines coming in yet? Had more calls coming in yet?
16: Well, when when I came on, you actually said next caller up is 984, and then you brought up other people. I'm like, wait a minute, that can't be right, you know? And then you went into this whole uh, dictarium about how you had lost all these numbers. I guess they came back because you are like, you know, 803 or whatever, you know? I'm like, okay, yeah, I well. I only
1: had five calls, and I had a whole bunch drop, and it's like it mixed them up. So I didn't know where I was.
16: Yeah, that I can't crazy. wait for AI. When we're like, I can't wait for AI when it's implanted into our minds, and we can just mm. transverse, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, telepathically. You know, <laughs> like we won't, we won't need any of this net shit. <laughs> that's funny.
1: All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week, my love.
16: Uh let me read this other one, okay?
1: Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
16: Go ahead. Don't be sorry. Never be sorry, unless you've honestly done somebody wrong. And in your case, I can't see that happening.
1: Well, not reading your poem would have been wrong, so.
16: I know. You ain't never kicked a dog, have you?
1: Not on purpose.
16: (laughs) I remember one time, I was walking down the lane, and this girl had this pit bull, and it was a blue, and I, I was like, you know, dogs usually take to me, like, instantaneously. There's only two dogs that have never taken to me, and this is one of them. But uh, so I bend down, you know, to kind of greet it face-to-face, you know. And it steps in front of its owner, the, uh, the woman, and um, I reach to pet it. It lets me pet it, and I reach it a little bit in, and it snips me right on the cheek. In fact, that's the only dog scar I got on my on my face. But uh, I, I back up, and she go, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I go, no, no. The dog was doing exactly what it knows how what to do. You know, it was protecting you. It's my fault for not realizing that, you know, uh, he he's the alpha, you know. And, uh,
8: mm-hmm.
16: yeah, exactly. I mean, you just got to understand uh, nature, you know, or, I don't know, animalistic behavior. All right, so let me get through this so you can get through your other poems. Uh, other problems. I'm torn between many lovers. How can I say this? Tomorrow might be my last day. I'm ready for it. It can't come soon enough. The many loves I've acquired, like music, poetry, endless reading of books, art on the wall, point-blank cup of uh, collaboration, busking on the corner, traveling from the east to the west... Never, in, uh, never ending up in the same bed, sleeping alone, on concrete. So I want to get up. Never had someone tell me what or what I can't do. I'm torn between so many lovers. The main one is you. You're like SoundCloud, music in my ears. Just can't get enough of you. My major love is exploration. Finding you under the bedsheet when I decide to come to bed. You're my rock and roll, my punk, my break pop, my country, my rap, my orchestra, my conductor, my pleasure. Got so many lovers, but none quite like you. I know I don't say much. If I do, I do it in my most best said poetry. But you are my first lover. It's called many lovers. My name's Spencer.
1: I read that earlier online, and I saw the comment um, about someone saying they weren't sure what busking meant.
16: Oh, and I replied to that.
1: That Yeah, I saw. I just read that a few minutes ago when I was looking at it um, with the definition. It looks like copy-paste definition out of the dictionary. No,
16: that's my own definition. Uh, oh. A oh, very game, good.
1: Play,
16: yeah, busking, playing music in public, usually a tourist sitting. Or as a traveler, basically panhandling with a musical instrument. You know, like That's a
1: it. pantomime or a juggler or yeah, you know, be yeah anything.
16: Yeah, a
1: public performer. hmm
16: Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I thought
1: that was I, like, how could not some? I you know, but you know, it's it's cool. You know, I, I thought it was cool because now you've taught her a new word and a new meaning, and now her world is bigger
4: because hopefully. of this interaction.
16: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully and i I learned busking uh, when I was living in Asheville um b- because back in the day it was a tourism city. I don't know what it's like now I've been there in years but uh and I go out and make four or five hundred dollars a night just busking, you know it was nice. great, it was fucking fantastic, you know didn't have to have a job you know? <laughs> yeah, it was good, all right. Okay, you can right, find my me darling. on you can find me on Google, just Google my name, Glenn Still, G L E N S T I L L. Facebook, SoundCloud, blah blah blah.
1: Perfect. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week, hon.
16: Maybe. Actually maybe maybe next week I might you might not. I might be traveling.
1: Well, if you can be here, be here, okay.
16: I will. All right.
1: <laughs> bye bye. Later, bye Alright, our next caller comes from Area code 757 757, you're on the air
11: Hey Nala, it's Tamiko Barnett.
1: Hey Tamiko, how are you Sweetheart?
11: I'm doing alright, how are you?
1: I'm doing awesome, it's good to hear From you, what you have for us Tonight
11: Oh, I just have one poem Um, it doesn't have a title Um But it's brand new. But I just wanted to share it. Um, So it's it's an untitled piece. Um, The mood is sullen. They have vandalized this place as if we have no face. Cries and lies. Riding on the wings of the winds of change blowing, it's all a matter of knowing we need to take our space. There's a light struggling to shine, and now it's time. In peace.
1: (laughs) Always, always, always so much power in so few little words. I still have never stopped being greedy for your poems, but I've kind of gotten used to it.
11: (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank
1: you. All right, my darling. Are you going to read, too? Mm, No, I I don't have
11: anything else. I don't.
1: All right. Well, do me a favor and tell people how to find you.
11: Um, You can find me (laughs) on poetrysoup.com forward slash M-E forward slash T-A-M-E-K-O number one, number three Um, On timbooktube.com, T-I-M-B-O-O-K-T-U dot com I have a page on there, Tamiko Barnett, T-A-M-E-K-O Barnett B A R N E T T E. Um and you could probably Google me and find some other things as well. I'm also on Facebook. Um yeah, haven't managed to navigate my way to Instagram yet, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it.
1: Very cool. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much for being here And for hanging on this whole time So you could share and read and all that good stuff Just appreciate you so much Oh,
11: thank you, thank you I just got in actually not too long ago About a few callers ago And just got in because I was running my mouth with someone <laughs> on the phone. So <laughs> And I'm like, oh man, I told ya I had to call in and now it's all. I got an hour to go. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> so I gotta go and get on there. So but um hanging in there to the end of the show. Thank you so much.
1: You're very welcome, sweetheart. And we will talk to you next week?
11: Yes. Yeah.
1: All right, (laughs) we'll see you then. All
11: right.
1: Bye-bye, sweetie.
11: Bye-bye.
1: Okay. Our next caller comes from, I do want to let area code 714 know that you are not in the lineup. If you're here just listening and hanging out, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. If you want to come on the air, please press 1. Otherwise, our last caller for the evening comes from area code
13: 863. 863, you're on the air. Uh, Oh, um, uh uh-oh. Hey Noreen. Um, how are you sweetheart? Okay, I'm doing all right. Okay. And how you doing?
1: Absolutely wonderful. It's good to hear from
13: you. Okay. Thank you. It's good to hear from you too. Okay. And tonight, I got I have Jerry's poem and he wrote this back in 2004. This is his, um he wrote this between the second and the third hurricane we had in 2004. It's called Florida Hurricanes 2004. It Just got paid today. First came Charlie, then came Francis, and here comes Ivan. Then we have the aftermath. What comes next? History. We hope. I am broke. The end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I shouldn't laugh, but
1: you know it. That just the message is so awesome.
13: Yep. I loved it. <laughs> Because Gene, Gene is the third one. It came after he wrote this one, and Gene's what really messed us up. So, and we called it Hurricane Hangover.
1: <laughs> 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 I love it. All right. Are you going to share one of Gary's with us?
13: Um, I I, um, I should did um his poem called Florida Hurricane 2004.
1: Oh, that one was his.
13: Yeah, that was his. Oh.
1: See, that's how close your one voices are, but awesome. I loved Thank it. you. I loved it, Gary. Thank you, baby.
13: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: okay. And which of yours are you going to share, Noreen? Okay.
13: Um, memories dancing with you, dancing with you like leaves falling slowly from the branch, spinning, shaking, just having fun, twisting. Oh wait a minute. Let me start over again. I. I okay. Okay, memories, dancing with you, dancing with you, like leaves falling slowly from the branch, spinning, shaking, twisting, just having fun. Oh, if only, if only we had another chance to do it again, but now it's too late. I have, still I have these memories. No one can take it away, not even death. It will never fade away. The end.
1: Fantastic.
13: Okay. Um. Thank you.
1: You're very welcome, sweetheart. Okay. Love mm-hmm. you both. Thank you for being some of our
13: sponsors this mm-hmm. year,
1: helping us with our mm-hmm. licensing fees. Just appreciate you.
13: Okay. Thank you. And, You're and very thank, welcome. And thank you for having having us on here, and um and for um um having the show for the um we poets um can have a venue for a, We to read our poetry.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, our pleasure.
13: Okay, thank you. Okay. And, and, oh, and I want to um, thank all the sponsors. Um, for oh, I didn't say our um, our oh our sites. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, you can find us on um, on app, our our three books on Amazon.com. Two hearts and one. Um, and are, uh oh, I should, my mind is going blank today. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay, okay honey. Um, okay, the aura, the aura of truth. Um, two hearts in one, and, um, uh-oh. uh oh, my, uh oh. Oh no, I'm really messing up. I'm so sorry.
1: Take your time, honey, you're fine.
13: Okay, reflections of our inner beings. okay, and then um you can find us on on our on our official website um Gary and Noreen snyder com um, front slash poetry and you can um find keep, um, keep find gary on facebook dot com dot com. And you and you can find him on poetrypoem.com, and he's also Googleable and Google Google Bo and, and then um you can <laughs> find um uh, okay okay let me get my okay 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 okay, okay. Now, you can find me on um okay on Facebook.com on BeverbNation.com. Um, PoetryPoem.com, and you can also find us on the Poetry Club on Facebook, and and you can find us um, Saturday nights doing a Facebook Live every Saturday, either 5 or 5.30
1: Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, so we will talk to you next week.
13: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay.
1: All right. all I'm right. sorry I
13: messed up because I should have a lot of going on this this past few weeks and this coming Monday and I should have been nervous about Monday so I'm so sorry.
1: The, you have nothing to worry about, hon. Everything is good. You don't mess up. We're just hanging out having a good time. So there's there's no there's no rules. Okay. Okay.
13: <laughs> okay.
1: All right, sweetheart. Mm. So we will talk to you next week. Okay.
13: Yes. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. Thank you, baby.
13: Okay, you're welcome. And you all have a good night.
1: You too. Okay. Okay,
13: thank all you. Bye-bye. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
13: Bye. bye mm-hmm.
1: All right. And our looks like our last caller is going to be 714. 714, you are on the air. Hello, how are I'm you? I'm doing fine, sweetheart. How are you doing?
15: Good. Um my name is Diana, First time I was calling, but I love poetry and also have a poetry show and website, so I thought I'd give you a call. I like well, you. I appreciate
1: vibes. you being here. That's awesome. Welcome to the family. Thank you. You're very welcome. So, what do you tell first tell us a little bit about your show and what you do?
15: Okay. Um well, in real life, I guess you could say I'm a nurse, but I also head up a poetry group on all poetry, and we're called the Cosa Nostra. And we also have a show here on um, Bog Talk like four nights a week, usually around 9 p.m. Eastern, and we discuss all kinds of poetry of a different theme every night and uh, just hang out with a group of friends, you know, that like to talk poetry and support each other and inspire each other. We're about lifting each other up
1: and growing. That's amazing. That is amazing. Thank you for doing that.
15: You're
1: welcome. Are you so on, You're on? you on my friends list mine. on Facebook, aren't you?
15: I believe so, yes.
1: You're I more than welcome when you do I your, your show.
15: Calls. Okay.
1: <laughs> when you do your show, you're more than welcome to post the link on my page and let the poets know you've got that going on. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. So tell us about you writing your poetry and what you picked out to share with us tonight. Um, I picked
15: out... Sort of like song lyrics And it's called Rising Above Ordinary Limits And it's a um, collaboration With a friend of mine um, Named Randall And we just wanted to write Something inspiring Especially for po- fellow poets And for the time right now Everybody's having a hard time I'd
1: I would love to hear it
15: Okay So it's called Rising Above Ordinary Limits between the lines of now and then, where pages meet a cherished pen, cadence conceals an unfinished line, prophecy writes in three verses five. Through every rich track, an artistic curve, longing
7: to capture the heart we deserve,
15: still misconstrued words can leave lovers there, an emotional rise in the whirlwind of air. And salacious stanza, not meant to survive, past merging desires that keep us alive, while journeys of art into the unknown, by filling in gaps, when one all alone Yet powers of prayer Anoint man's breath Become a near witness And send are death
1: And that's end poem? Yes, sorry <laughs> No, that's fine I just didn't want Just in case it was a dramatic pause I did not want to <laughs> talk over the top of you Because I've, I've gotten schooled on that very well <laughs> Trust me, yeah, over the last 14 years <laughs> like tonight, I'm not done yet and it's like, Oh shit. Okay. Awesome. I've
0: been there too.
1: Talk about a fantastic debut to the show. That was phenomenal. And I really am glad uh, you know, that you found your way over here and I'm hoping that you'll keep continuing to come back and share your work and let us get to know you. And you're writing better and just chill and have fun with this. It was a pleasure having you and just and thank you for helping me close out the show on such a, a good note.
15: I appreciate it.
1: And don't forget, please, when you do have your show on, I mean I've got, you know, fourteen year old poetry community sitting over here that you're a part of and you know, anything well, we can do to work together and uplift poets we should do. And you're more than welcome to take advantage of Of the community that I've built on my page And let them know what you're doing
15: Okay, sounds great Thank you so much
1: (laughs) You're welcome, hon We'll talk to you next week
15: Okay, yes, thank you
1: (laughs) You're welcome We'll talk to you soon
15: Bye-bye Okay,
1: good night Good night, hon All right, everyone You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show The Sound of Ink I want to thank everyone for being here tonight Both readers and listeners We appreciate you And I am going to close the show with a piece by a masterpiece poet called Batman. I love this. Uh, Just an incredible poet. We will see you guys next week. If you did not get the writing assignments and exercises and everything from the beginning of the show go back after the uh, after we end the show here. It'll pop up in archives. You can hit the link to the show and it will bring up the archives and you can go to the first 15 minutes of the show and jot down all of the prompts and things that we do at the beginning. All right, with that said, this is Masterpiece Poet with Batman. Love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
3: back alley of my thoughts, he presses my mind
1: against the wall, investigating my vibe, enticing my will and I
2: succumb to his success, his tongue like the ink of a pen as he maneuvers his way around my body, printing letters of kisses and
1: euphoric breaths that lead to the cursive rhythm of love, the sunset basks in our shadows as night falls and time only decreases to a
3: timeless silhouette of our stove and a twine, pumping orgasms like
2: water from a fire hydrant. It's a wonderland of emotions, a once-in-a-lifetime perception of pleasure.